You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Welcome to the Boss Hog of Liberty podcast. This is episode number 128 of East Central Indiana's favorite podcast. No offense to anybody else in East Central Indiana that happens to have a podcast. I'm Jeremiah Morrill, and I'm joined today by co-host Dakota Davis and visiting returning co-host Danny Morrill. Today's episode features Matt Wharton of the Highly Inappropriate Podcast. He warned us before the show to put a swear jar out on the table that's going to be marked to our favorite charity. Our favorite charity this evening is Elect Chris Guffey. So uh, (laughs) uh, we're going to be talking to Matt about uh, his podcasting career and everything that he's done over there. Also, he's called DJ Matty Dubs on the Facebook. And then uh, we're going to get into price gouging. Is it a good thing? And also Indiana just legalized sports gambling. Uh, Maybe we'll play some bets. Whammo. This show is about our lives in rural Indiana. We're here to push your boundaries and make you think as individuals. Sometimes we will provoke you. Other times we'll make you laugh. Hopefully, you'll always learn something new. Today, you may have your face turned red because something could go terribly, terribly wrong. Danny, are you getting a phone call? Do you need to step out? You got to sell some cutting tools or toilet paper no, or something? No, da- Dad's calling me. Oh, boy. Put him on speaker. You want me to? Yeah, let's see what he's up to. <laughs> let's see what Dad's doing. You might have to, did you, did you? Do you know how to use a phone? You've, Evidently. You, it's not. gone terribly wrong. I don't know. Uh, Andrew Bowman is in the chat already, and he wants to know about Mason Rotting House. Andrew, you're a Patreon member. Go check. Go check. I gave you an, a, a Mason update uh, in there. So, uh, Patreon. That's uh, that's where you get the extra bonus content, Dakota. That's you're right. Calling our father. <laughs> I just heard a phone ring. Uh, yeah, the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Boss Hog of Liberty. That's where you find all of our bonus content. You can sign up for as little as $5 a month. But you could also go much higher than that. And if you are more than $50 a month, then we personally thank you on the show so that the whole world knows just how great of a person you are. Those three folks are Christy Avery, Craig DaCosta from all the way in Hawaii, and Jonathan Phillips. Thank you so much to those people. We also have T-chip stores that are still going. Those campaigns are still going with uh, three different designs. It's BHOL 1, 2, and 3 if you want to check those uh, merchandise stores out. Now that we're finally back into fall bonfire type weather, I may have to go out and get myself a hoodie. Maybe. I feel like I feel like that's what I need. Just a long sleeve. A pullover or a zip up? <sighs> Man, what do you what do you prefer? You know, turtleneck. I <laughs> No, I always like the pullovers, but now I really like the zip ups a lot more. Are you new at this? No, I Yes, it's been a long time. since Normally, when you do radio, you're just tweeting Dan Dockich. So uh, you actually <laughs> yeah. having a mic in front of you is different. And he treats me better than this. <laughs> well, he hasn't seen you try to put a mic in your face. No, I'm just not used to this stuff. Close my mouth. You had a thought? No, hoodies. Hoodies. No, I like I like the zip ups more now than the pullover. Well, we only they're more have functional. Pullovers on our on our side. I'm sorry. Well, I'm not going to buy one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't have any of the fake proceeds. 
We uh we talked uh, we talked last week briefly about uh me having to wear fire retardant clothing at work and they now make fire retardant screen print. Um and I was looking at new sweatshirts for this fall and I I think that our idea of having uh producing our logo on fire retardant shirts is is going to pan out well for us because they are $182 a piece. Well, once again, so, for the bonfires, if as you're, long if you're as pissed you drunk and you I fall mean, in the fire and you're wearing our screen print right. you're not gonna fire retardant, you're going to be just fine. As long as it doesn't say local celebrity on the back. It doesn't. What was okay. wrong with that? Well, you didn't like that t-shirt. No, the, the, mm. the shirt looked cool. The front looked awesome. I got one, planned on wearing it to play basketball in, and I cut the sleeves off because you know I didn't want it to interrupt with my... W- wet with jumper your with your yeah. physique <clears throat> so i got the show sleeves off the guns, too i flipped the thing over it says local celebrity like i am not good enough at basketball <laughs> sure it says local celebrity on the back <laughs> yeah. i think it's i think it's a great thing that I, that was a an accident only the premium shirts <laughs> were supposed to have that on the back and uh, the 10 dollar shirts were supposed to just have the logo on the front that's what i needed and right. everybody yeah. got the uh, everybody got the local everybody got the nice local shirts. celebrity Oh well. So Matt Wharton, you're here. What up? How you doing? We uh we we can uh we can book you for bar mitzvahs and anything, uh, any, yeah. Just anything. Right, is anybody here Jewish? Not anymore. Uh, I am. No. Are you hey, serious? He's got he's got the blood. <laughs> Not we, anymore. We did a we did a test uh, at one point. It turns out he's uh and you know he's, he's you're part got Jew? Roots. I every time Congratulations, I, man. Every time I go back to ancestry.com, the number is higher. So the you obviously have I'm up to like 23% now. That's impressive. Yeah. So you have a grandparent that did not uh, pass money along to you. I mean, because all, all Jews are rich, correct? Well, yeah. <laughs> if that's true, if that's true, oh, no. I, I'm missing my cut somewhere. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so one of your, you know, you have an ancestor that did not yeah, like your some, side of the family. So I think that's probably maybe blame your happened. parents to be like, yeah. Or maybe one day I'll get a, I'll get a mysterious check in the mail. A week ago. Nice. I'm still waiting on my Equifax check. <laughs> a, a week ago i would have been uncomfortable with this conversation but i just listened to dave Chappelle's netflix special and now i know it's okay to talk it could have been it. that pill i put <laughs> in your drink these, about these these uh these controversial things well you know it's just comedy is comedy and he said it to me i'm 23 percent jewish so i can make the jokes right right yeah i mean you're 23 years old uh, so you're technically a minority jewish. now yeah yeah what you're technically I, a minority now correct i, I I would classify it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I would. I would start definitely start throwing that around. You should Use start that to a disadvantaged business. Yeah, I'm yeah. raising a black kid. <laughs> <laughs> is he? Is he though? Well, he's he's not all white. So we're we're, we're much more. Uh, we're very diverse. We're a very diverse group, more so than what it would appear. Just uh, if you if you looked at us just on the screen. Yeah. It's funny you say that, and everybody that watches looks like three white gentlemen, or well, now four white gentlemen <laughs> sitting around a table. We're just solving the world's problems. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, welcome to every podcast that's ever existed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So, Matt, you come from uh, our friends on the Magic Squirrel Network, right? Well, we're, Is that true, or is there a breakup? We're friends of the Magic Squirrel Network. We oh. are not part of it. We are our own. Independent. Ent- yeah. Independent we are on the media. We Are Libertarians Network. Over nice. Here. Chris so we, Spangle. Oh, yep, yep. I thought they, are, I'm, I'm a free agent. Yeah, I mean, free agent. I, we we are definitely free agents too. I think our you know our end goal. We want to. I, I heard a rumor. It's not necessarily a rumor. It's it's official. Howard Stern is retiring in two years. So, I mean, you know, we're looking for jobs, people. Just let you know, we're trying to be the next Howard Stern. I mean, m- myself. I grew up on people like Howard Stern. Um, 
I have the unfortunate, I, I feel fortunate, but unfortunate to the fact that I am 12 years younger than my closest sibling. All my cousins are older than me. I was the baby. So I was, you know, I was taught very bad things by the, by the age of four. So it, it kind of just uh, progressed from there. And, and now you had, I'm you the, had no chance. I'm the raunchy a, piece of crap now. It just and, immediately and, happened. That's how you wind up hosting a show called Highly Inappropriate. Yeah. I literally had somebody the other day says, no joke, come up to me and was dead serious. Wanted a, a nice philosophical answer. She's like, uh, she goes, what's your uh, podcast about? And I looked at her at the straight face and I said, uh, butt stuff and trannies. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, and, and, and honestly, uh, we, we, it's funny you say that cause we have a tranny update every week and it's always something, uh, related to trannies. Something <laughs> this is like it's, Chrysler, it's Chrysler can't keep a good one in a car and 80,000 miles, you got to replace it. Do you know many trannies? I <laughs> funny story. So I actually told this story, uh, on our show. So I worked with a guy who had kind of given me an all, I'm not going to go full of detail what he did. So basically he was a prisoner of war overseas, uh, got captured, uh, during the, uh, Chechnya and Russian, all that BS. But when was that in the early nineties? When was the, uh, during Clinton's battles? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah okay, probably so, 96. So, um, you know, Chris is over there. He was a photographer for some news outlet. He was living in Russia at the time, got captured. Uh, and since he got captured, like, this is his story. He did not feel like a man anymore and like started dressing like a woman. And like, he was telling me this and I thought he was joking. So that'll trick him. Yeah. That'll, yeah. I was like, yeah, okay. What's I said, that's great, man. Just please don't show up to work like that. So Halloween rolls around and lo and behold, I show up to work. This dude's dressed like a woman. I'm like, you know, cool, whatever. I was like, great costume, man. Funny. Well, after that, I started doing it every day. And I was like, you know, it's, I was like, cool. But I, you know, one day I sat him down. I was like, I was like, you got to understand. So I said, whatever you want to do in your free time, completely, I support it, whatever. I said, but you got to understand from my point of view, when it's me and you that work here, um, and we're at an army surplus store, I'm managing an army surplus store, a customer rolls in here that's likely an army or a Marine vet. And I walk out of the office with a man dressed as a woman. <laughs> I said, so I said, you know, kind of look at it through yeah, my but, eyes. Yeah, does, but, yeah, but he's the vet. <laughs> no, yeah. he's well, he was well, never he, technically no, in the army, but oh, yeah, he's a photographer. Yeah. I mean, here, and it's funny because me and him are friends of this day, it's, you know, completely dudes off the wall. I mean, just just crazy, funny. I mean, does just play pronoun games with you. Do what? Does he play pronoun games? With if you? you did not know that he was likes to you know dress as a woman you would think he was just one of the bros you know cool as can be uh but yeah likes to dress as a woman whatever do your thing do your thing i was like man but you know when you're at work you should probably second guess have that. you ever seen the show portlandia uh okay never mind no why well, well, we'll share with the rest of the audience sense. um this is fred armison's program yeah fred armison uh, he there's there's a recurring sketch in that show where he and his co-star of the show are the lesbian owners of a feminist bookstore. Nice. And Fred Armisen plays a lesbian. Yeah, and he he's dressed as a uh, like 60-year-old flower power type uh, feminist hippie woman, and it's it's one of the funniest uh, So it's like Jenny from Forrest Gump. Birkenstocks. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So that's, that's, that's who I picture in my head whenever you're telling the story. Uh, oh, yeah, way off. This is um, like literally would wear a dress and heels, Took hormones to sound like a woman. Uh, would be in oh, the office was, doing his makeup and committed, stuff. Committed, very committed, very then. committed. Oh, he, okay, he went all in. How did he look in those pumps? It was the ugliest woman I've ever met in my life. <laughs> yep. My father-in-law has walked that in the studio. Nice he's uh, he's still fighting Comcast, trying to get it installed at his new uh, new house. So 
He's hanging out. He's going to watch the uh, the NFL mm. game. There we yeah. go. We don't have that fight. We have Metro. Why don't you just go to my house? It's closer. <laughs> so, hey, uh, uh, I guess Guffy. At some point, I want you to uh, to pay attention to me. Uh, pay, pay attention. I, I want you to randomly call Chase while he's at the game because Ch- our boy Chase, who's who finally came back, is uh, he's here. I want you to I want you to ring him up as he just comes roll. Oh. He is a skilled mm. veteran. He is the one army veteran in the building, and he just rolled across the floor. So that hey, I'll take another one of those if, if you don't mind. All right. So I I just assumed that you were part of the Magic Scroll Network, but I that's just because Justin Kelly from Juice in the Morning is constantly promoting uh, your podcast. So yeah, I thought, we're just buddies. I thought, oh, they're part of the network, but I'm. I mean, Justin's just super cool about promoting everybody. No, so. he's yeah, he's um, absolutely is awesome. I mean, anytime we've done a live show somewhere, he's came out and supported, and you know, we've tried to do the same for him. Go out and support what he does. And honestly, um, I think independent media is the future. Uh, you know, I think all the rel, you know, the CNNs of the world, the Foxes, are all going to go by the wayside eventually. And you know, this is going to be. This type of media is going to be the number one. It, you know, we are in many ways the fastest uh, local media that exists in our, you know, in our community. Yeah, we're a podcast that gets listened to by by folks all over the country and and across the world. But at the same time, we also super serve the Henry County audience. Worldwide. And for some reason, what's that? I said worldwide, worldwide. But worldwide. for some reason, people actually care about what's happening in our small small community. And the best I can figure is that the same junk we talk about that's happening, you know. Right down the street here is the same crap that's happening on an island in Hawaii or in in Morristown. That's it's the funny. Same, same silly stuff. It's funny you say that because I actually one day got real vitamined up and uh, <laughs> decided to uh, kind of delve into to our statistics a little bit. And we have uh, a lot of listeners in Germany. <laughs> 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 and I, I one day on I, I posed the uh, question to my show host uh, co host uh, Chris. I was like, "Why do you think that is?" And he's like, "Probably because." All of our racist jokes. <laughs> I said, hey, yeah, that probably could be it. But yeah, we have more listeners in Germany than I do in my hometown. I'm like, thanks for the support, guys. <laughs> well, That's I mean, hilarious. there's only 400 people in Morristown. It's 400 Indiana. people in Morristown. The good news is, is when we did have our live show there for Derby Days, I think the whole town came out to support, gave out a bunch of free stuff. That was fun. Had sold some t-shirts. Had a great time. That's Got awesome. hammered. Did you, like uh, did you bowl much there? Bowl, oh yeah, oh, every that, Friday. Those yeah. lanes were fucked up. Oh yeah, oh <laughs> you yeah. Get a splinter throwing a ball twenty yards in front of you. I, I miss was, I miss the pizza shop in Morristown. Well, it's still was, there. They just moved it. Well, it's not but it's not. It's not they, the they same. Changed yeah. it to what sisters? Well, it's the sisters ice cream. It's basically it was two restaurants. They combined them into one. I kind of said that from the beginning. They owned these two restaurants that, for the most part, served different food but kind of catered to the same audience. I'm like, why don't they just combine the the restaurants? <laughs> well, I had a party one time at my parents' house and they were gone. And I had pizza delivered twice, and both times the delivery guy hung out for like an hour and drank with us. <laughs> from there, oh, from there, from the pizza shop. Did you ever get Rico's? It, yeah, it, see, I it, never liked Rico's. My I dad lo- loved it. Rico's had these stuffed breadsticks, and to me, that's the the creme de la creme of Morristown food uh, that, that ever was. Rico's always had like a, a ridiculous amount of toppings with very little cheese. Yeah, that was the way. The, that was the Rico's model. That was kind of. Yeah. And then their veg, they had like veggies or whatever that were barely chopped up. It was like you'd get green peppers and it'd be like a damn green pepper that was in like four pieces. <laughs> yeah, on top literally of whole gr- green it's pepper. It's like yep. it's like somebody that was like, I'm not going to cut anymore. I'm just going to put the damn thing on the pizza and, and send it. Well, yeah, because yeah, we enough. would, dad be like, oh, let's get pizza. And we'd be like, okay, we'll get pizza shop. He's like, no, we'll go to Rico's. It's closer. It's <laughs> yeah. two minutes different. Yeah, literally dad. two minutes different. <laughs> What's crazy, Morristown has two gas stations and two pizza places and barely 
800 people live in a town. It's, it's, it's pretty funny. Uh, it's funny, uh, to traveling outside of Morristown because I just mentioned the Copper Kettle and everybody suddenly knows where Morristown's at on the map. That's so, right. Yeah. Well, then, yeah, mom and dad still get Copper Kettle all the time, but I've only been in there twice in my life. We'll uh, get me too. And I, out there and I all live the there. time. <laughs> I ate there, I ate there once in, in, inside and I went, well, this is a different vibe. Yeah, I walk in there. Everybody looks at me like I'm the town drunk, and they're right. No, Otis, <laughs> <laughs> welcome back, Otis. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, are you familiar with the uh, Copper Kettle, Dakota? No, no idea. Their waitresses dress <laughs> as peasants, but they it's should like, not dress like. <laughs> you know, I have not been in the Copper Kettle m- much, but I've been in a lot of Copper Kettle girls. <laughs> those outfits are cute, by the way. Eighteen, they're like eighteen eighties yeah. hoop dresses. Huh. Uh, Interesting. It's uh, it, it's quite the show. It's great. Mm. The copper so, kettle family style. If I, if you show up and you know, it's just they'll bring a pile of fried chicken it's, and green beans and you've been in my house. Mm-hmm. It's essentially me starting a restaurant in every room of my house. Just in two or tables in every room like that. It's yeah. hilarious. family style. Hmm. But it's been that way for hundred years or whatever. It's it goes yeah, back I mean, to like the eighteen somethings. Yeah, I want to say like a president's been in there before and i don't know the complete history this is embarrassing because i live a block nobody's away. gonna know we can lie yeah Abe yeah. lincoln ate there three or four times he loved it seriously yeah <laughs> yeah sounds great yeah ron jeremy ron jeremy did a scene in there once too it was great i remember that it was the second floor yeah well it's I actually that Mike, was the copper hammer wasn't it yeah the copper hammer i'm so sorry yeah to all of our listeners it's not eight o'clock yet to the live folks, but man, they are that clicking away and watching. Joke. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was called the Cocker Kettle. That's what it was. I love that. It was a gay porn, though. You know, I only made it through the first half, but it's whatever. <laughs> you just kept waiting so, on so waiting uh, on it to get in. You're going to get the real bums and on watching this. I don't think the girls are thing. coming. No, <laughs> the girls never came. Mo- moving from that uh, to your business. Yeah. DJ Matty Dubs. Yeah, so I, you know, I wear a lot of hats. Uh, I, a funny thing, I, I just talked about this on the show uh, last week. Uh, you said you took a listen. I did. I was always the music guy growing up. Uh, starting when I, I used to give my computer aids with Kazaa and LimeWire. Lime yeah, you lived, you lived a risky stuff. life. Yeah, very risky life. Yeah, I used to download porn too at the age of eleven, but that's neither here nor there. It's free country on a dial-up connection. You poor bastard. Yeah, it took like three days to get to five-minute video also, <laughs> but it was so worth it once it came. Yeah, <laughs> it was so worth it once the download. Go back was through, over. look at the JPEGs, and watch the thumb the thumbnails. And I look. I so I used to charge girls um, at the school to make mix CDs. It was always girls that asked me Being to make a, a yellow mix jacket. CDs. Being a yellow jacket. Uh, hey, they, I charge had a, them. they had a real good volleyball team then, too. Yeah, back then, yes, they did. I used to love going to the games. I never knew the volleyball was being played. I just seen a bunch of girls in spandex, and <laughs> I was in, you know, as a 12-year-old boy. But, yeah, we did win the volleyball state championship. Embarrassingly to say, that's what Morristown was known for for a while. I'm like, oh, the volleyball team. I'm like, hey, let's not don't say that out loud. The girls' listen. volleyball Yeah, team. the girls' volleyball team. Yeah, we're known for the female sports. Yeah. We're the, uh, the D class champions. Uh, it was great, yeah. Yeah, D. Uh, it, well, yeah, class four, 4A, <laughs> 5A. No, yeah, right. It's 1A, the 1A school. But uh, so growing up, I was always the music guy. I would make CDs for girls. And, and come to think of it, I would charge them $5 for a CD. And I put in a lot of work. I mean, the, back then, songs would take three three hours to download. So when I would download 18, I look at all the effort i had to put in to make these cds and i only charge five dollars for it I'd do anything to make money nowadays i was like a crackhead in walmart parking lot making for- <laughs> and now you're still using those same rip to fi- rip cds uh that you stole off limewire and playing them for 
playing for play, playing white for women. Kids. Yeah. Yeah, for white women across the nation. It's so funny. I've done I've probably done over the last ten years. Do, do they have to be white? Uh, most of them are. It's yeah, Shelby County, so it's uh, Shelby. I mean, yeah, Grant, I've done. I think honestly, out of the two hundred and fifty some weddings I've done, I've done one black couple, and it was a blast. You know, it was no, Have you kept track of how those couples have done? Have you gone back? And yeah, I only know of two couples that I've, and I've stayed friends with most of them because, like, honestly, for me, I you know I go above and beyond. Not only. You when played all you played all my music. Yeah, I played Willow Walker. That's all that mattered, you know. But I was I, like, oh, "Are you are you sure?" Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, I was a little nervous. You know, at first, it's so funny because the every drunk wedding, brother like, will come stumbling up. <laughs> because honestly, my friends ask me, me being the man whore that I am, my friends ask me all the time, "Do you use weddings to get ass?" And I'm like, "No." Oh, there's a dollar. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Danny's like, up to like four dollars now. I'm so, like, yeah. I'm like, no, I don't, because I I try to remain professional. Now, what happens after the wedding happens after the wedding, but at the at the wedding. I, I do try to remain professional. And my biggest thing is, is I truly am grateful that these couples choose me to, they, they're trusting me with the, the complete entirety of fun yeah, at their make, wedding. You make sure everything runs on time and everything happens, right? And it's, I, yeah. As the guy that's been married. <laughs> <laughs> Who may and, be in the market for another DJ. Yeah. And divorced. Yeah. The DJ has a lot of control during the oh, reception. It's, he, I, can, he can dick it up bad. Oh, yeah. I've been to wedding. I mean, I just I was in a wedding last October, and it was so funny because I was asking my buddy um, who he got to DJ, and he's like, "Oh, these guys are awesome! Like, people love them down here." It was down in Columbus. I was like, "Okay," so I was expecting big things, and of course, me being a DJ, I automatically judge. You oh, know, you're critiquing, you're critiquing it, 100%. everything. And I honestly, I consider myself a very good one. I've heard I'm the best. Uh, I've been rated by Thumbtack as the best DJ in indie twice, and to the point where I don't even have to use them anymore. I don't have to. I do no advertising at all. It's completely word of mouth. Hammer and Nigel, one of them is a DJ, right? Yeah, Hammer actually Hammer is. is he's partly responsible for for getting me into weddings. So uh, the story goes, I kind of got uh, kind of cut myself off there, but so I I, I bought a uh, hundred dollar speakers. Uh, it was in two thousand eight. I noticed because I was DJing for the Colts Disciples. That's one other thing I do is a group I'm part of. Huge Colts fan. I would DJ for the Colts Disciples because they didn't have a DJ. They didn't have music. You know, it was, it was a blast. Everybody would get drunk, eat food. I'm like, we need some music down here to really set it off. So I went and bought a hundred dollar pair of speaker and uh, got my uh, actually my surround sound receiver and just took my <laughs> my laptop computer to a surround sound and receiver and uh, went and and you know from that I got hired to do a few weddings. And after I lost my job at the casino in 2013, Hammer gave me a few weddings that he had been scheduled for. I started doing weddings, and it just took off. And, like, I was smart. I invested a lot of my money early in new equipment to the point where I've got, you know, I went from having a $300 setup to now it's a $5,000 setup. So, uh, so I was smart. I invested a lot of money back in my equipment. I mean, I put a lot of it on credit cards and stuff, and I was an idiot, but I finally paid all that off. And <laughs> it's completely worth it now. You know, I was getting called an idiot by my baby mama and my mother because I was probably five to $7,000 in credit card debt just on <laughs> equipment alone back in the day. But, you know, I paid for itself in one summer. So well, I, I, I get to see him do a uh, the Molinero wedding here in a couple of months. Yeah. It'll be uh, get to see get to see the uh, see his work. I'll be very judgy. I'll take notes for you and send, well, uh, send it back. Who's doing it? Uh, uh, Hammer. Oh, he is. Yeah, yeah, Hammer's great. Yeah. So Hammer taught me like I was you know taught by uh, two people in particular. It was Hammer and uh, my buddy Nathan Gregory who DJs at Downtown Indy. So Hammer's more of my style of DJ, more the wedding. He's more of an entertainer than a DJ because you know I love the art because turntables. You can actually play turntables. They're like 
they're like an instrument. You can learn turntables like an instrument and just be a complete master at it. Honestly, I would consider myself very intermediate on turntables. I know how to mix music, but I'm not sitting here making mixtapes. I'm not. Because honestly, that's not where the mon- that's not where the money's at. I can literally make four times at a wedding what I would make for twice the time at a club. Yep. It's just right. uh, in a wedding's where where the money's at, and for there, it's more of an entertainment aspect. When I go to a wedding, they don't care about mixing the music; they want to be entertained. So I come and I entertain. I get on the mic. That's another thing too. Being you know radio experience, Hammer actually introduced me to radio too. It was completely on accident. I had no idea I was going to be a part of the show. He said, come out and check out my podcast. It was the Hammer and Nigel show. I showed up. I got drunk off my ass. It was $2, <laughs> by the way. And uh, Philip B. Wilson from the Star was, was uh, he was when he was still part of the Star, was on the show. And they were talking Colts. Hammer known, uh, known I was a huge Colts fan, invited me up on stage. I started sounding off about how I thought Tom Brady was a closet homosexual. And from then, I became <laughs> drunk mad at the Hammer and Nigel show. And here I got my own podcast. So, Hammer, if you're listening, you're probably live right now. But uh, yeah, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, you know? they, I mean, over at MS, man, they, if you've got a radio show, they make you work about 17 hours a day now. Oh, yeah. Tony Katz and Hammer and Nigel, they've got, they each have, they're, they got to fill like five hours each. Yeah. To, and mean, then our boy Rob Kendall's got to do the, he's got to do cleanup whenever one of them's sick. Yeah. And I mean, to their credit, I know they do a, a fair bit of um, prep for their show. I want to say they actually do put in a full, full day surprisingly, uh, you know, cause knowing them back at the, doing the podcast, they both kind of half-assed it and, and still, you know, was one of the most popular podcasts in Indy. So, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm incredibly grateful for them for getting me involved in radio and, uh, for hammer, um, you know, introduced me to DJ and wedding. So, and that's one thing I, I, that tries to set me apart is the fact that I am extremely grateful and I let the couple know, I'm like, Hey, I really appreciate you being here. I always post a picture of the couple dancing, you know, and thanking them. That's kind of my, and I send that picture to them. I'm like, Hey, thank you guys so much for having me out. So, um, being that I am good at my job and I'm incredibly grateful, I feel very blessed and, and, and it has been a blessing. Very cool. We had a great time at our sister, Danny and I, our sister got uh, married in June and you did it. And, uh, at one point, I had a microphone in my hand doing uh, doing karaoke that nobody asked for, so it was really fun. It was a good uh, good time. Hey, very late at night. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. <laughs> so, and you know, you t- talk about the podcast thing and how how hard those guys didn't work when they were starting theirs. Yeah, uh, not for- to say they didn't work hard, but they just um, I would say compared to what they do now. Oh yeah, yeah, night and day. Yeah, but it's a you know for Dakota and I, it's a it's a. It's it's kind of an equal yoke situation where he, you know we have show notes every week. Dakota works his butt off figuring those out off of a group chat where it's a bunch of guys bullshitting and figuring out what's going to happen. And P- people don't understand how much effort it takes to to put a show together. Like do the show notes. That's kind of what we do. I mean, throughout the week, I'll see a story and I literally notes on my phone. I've got a full list here. I mean, it, it's it's uh, from uh, the Indie LBGTQ Music Fest to I've got. Uh, Transracial man uh, feels up Filipino. I mean, I just get random notes in here that we talk about on our show. My favorite of the week probably so far is the woman who used a 3D print of her vagina and turned it into a kayak. Ooh. Well, yeah, so that's we're going to talk about that. So if you guys are interested in that probably, all the BS stories of the week, uh, we're good. See, I would have that. that probably gets wet. If you listen... Yeah. <laughs> it starts wet. He's going to steal your joke. If you listen to my... Uh, whatever the first episode is in August, you'll hear my kayak story. And it was horrifying. 
I did not have a good time. <laughs> uh, I, I have not been kayaking since last year. I love going kayaking, but I, I went last year to Brookville. I normally go to Blues Canoes yeah. in Edinburgh. Went out to Brookville and uh, got about a mile out on the river, and I noticed that my kayak had a hole in it. You and I had the same goddamn kayak. And and I swear, I had... That's going to need more. <laughs> <laughs> I had a... I had a big... I had a... Uh, a big ass cooler of beer just weighing down the bottom of this thing. I was like, I was like, man, you know, I've kayaked a lot. My, in my butt life. was getting wet. Oh yeah, yeah. I got to the point. I, I mean, after I pissed myself a few times in the kayak, then you know, uh, that's always my thing. I pee myself just because I'm drunk anyway. So I just throw <laughs> water on me, just mix it all together, and dump the thing. That's completely disgusting, but whatever. Uh, but Matt's so we're over here like, yeah, well, that's my thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> just I, my thing. I, I just I just whip it's, it out and piss in the kayak. It's yeah. Just preparing for a jellyfish. But so I got this. I got this big ass cooler weighing me down. My you know my fat ass is in the kayak, and next thing I know, I, I'm getting real top heavy, and like I you know I I, w- I was in the Boy Scouts growing up. I've been kayaking hundreds of times. I've never flipped one. And I'm getting real top heavy. I'm like, man, this is, you know, I said, I'm not that drunk, you know. Next thing I know, I flipped the damn thing. I was like, crap. So I noticed the the kayak is probably 200 pounds at this point. So I, I'm drunk. I literally drank a whole uh, growler full of craft beer. I got to actually a mass craft. They have a, a uh, orange IPA, a blood orange IPA for oh, mass craft. Yeah. So I chugged one of that and a gra- one I had of those. A buddy a that used to manage that place. Really, it's yeah, pretty nice. It's cool. I enjoy that place. It's, I mean, for any breweries, I would put that in the upper echelon, in my opinion, as far as taste. Yeah, their pretzels are good, and they're all. It's all uh, the Mashcraft. It's all uh, like uh, old music themed. I guess they've got You're records and stuff. About chili water. No, I'm. I know, I've been no, to Chili Water too, but Mashcraft is Mashcraft. Wait, are you telling me there are two Blood Orange IPAs yeah. in Indianapolis? Yeah. They're- we but, are a big time. But no, Mashcraft, Mashcraft. Well, the explosion of craft beer in this town is <laughs> unbelievable. I wanted to start a brewery until I realized there's one every corner. They're the new Starbucks. Yeah. I'm yeah. currently drinking yeah. Dark Horse Brewing out of Marshall, Michigan. This uh, is my favorite wow. beer, by the way. Is Local it? and all all encompassing. You get, you get lift, the lift off. off. I had Metazoa's puppy something earlier, peanut butter and this, chocolate. And honestly, I, the first time I tried this beer, I just happened to be at, because uh, I, I was, you know, in college, I was the I'm a Keystone Light guy. I could get 30, 30, I'd call them dirty 30s, Keystones. Uh, you know, 30 for like Keystones thir- for $11. For thir- yeah, it was like 13 bucks at Walmart. So I remember one day I went to 20 Tap there in Broad Ripple and uh, wasn't really into craft beer, but I was like, yeah, I'm going to be, I'm feeling a little adventurous today. So I seen this beer. It was from Shelbyville. I was like, liftoff, huh? And long, I, a lot of people don't know this is that started in a garage in Shelbyville. Liftoff did really, yeah. And now it's huge. I think uh, McComas has talked about that. Todd yeah, McComas, yeah. yeah, he's a Shelbyville. Guy. Um, my sister has a question for you. Oh no, she want a refund? No. You know what, Jenny Router? Jenny Router? Jeannie Reuter? Yeah. Yes. I, reading's hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Uh, she just. What'd you say? Word for word. Ask him if he ever had sex with Jeannie. No. <laughs> I want to know if he's the white guy from Morristown she's always complaining about. <laughs> I, well, I mean, that's a, that's a good possibility. No, me and Jeannie were friends growing up. I mean, we've, we've got an interesting relationship. If I seen her across the street, we flip each other off. It's not like, hi, but... Uh, I was, you know, always cool with Jeannie. Um, now me and her sister. That's a different story. Different story. All right. No, I love her sister. I, uh, I'm I left for a second. What I missed? Dakota. I hang out with her sister <laughs> more than I do Jeannie. Jeannie's like four years younger than me, and her sister's like two years older than me. So, 
Okay. But Jeannie, yeah, there's a good possibility I could be the white guy. I mean, there's a lot of white people from, from Morristown that Jeannie's going to complain about. <laughs> it's hard being... There's, there's not a lot of the other. I mean, I love Jeannie to death, but it's hard being a half-black girl and going to a, a, a small white community school in the middle of a cornfield, you know? Well, I think I brought it up by raising a small black child. So. Oh, you are? Great. Still? That's still going on? Unless she dumped me in the last 30 minutes. <laughs> check, check, check your texts. <laughs> that's funny i've always wanted to adopt like a foreign child just i think i think it'd be hilarious so a funny story me and my brother known as the town crazy assholes how old's your brother you say 12, he's 12 years, older years older yeah he's 41 i think no he might just oh, that's 42. a great age yeah i think he just, he just turned 42 my wow. brother looks 41 yeah mm. just turned 42 july 29th of this year so literally just turned 42 uh but yeah he's 12 years older than me and we're getting hit up all the time about hosting an exchange student like, no joke. And I'm like, we're like the last person that needs to be showing some exchange student American culture. <laughs> and I was like, we should do it. We should get an exchange student. And I said, we'll create a, a YouTube like series about us just, you know, sh- you know, raising the, an exchange student. All, all I'm picturing is, is like me getting up. I walk in the house early in the morning and my brother is doing a bong grip with a 16 year old Asian kid before he goes to class. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's all. I mean, like, uh, you know, that's all I'm picturing right now. I'm like, this would just be gold. Like, we should just write a show. We don't even necessarily have to, you know, have yeah. to host an exchange. I mean, we, we could. We could ruin this kid, but if yeah. we wanted, he, <laughs> it's a good premise for a TV show. This kid would come back and like and, a, and a cut off, uh, cut off shirt in the America F yeah shirt with you know cut off <laughs> sleeves, <laughs> red white red white and blue jean shorts. If you do that to a kid, you need to make sure that they never have to go home. No, you, you need, you need they to might not want to come home. Yeah, that they could just just get to stay. I went no. to Tokyo earlier this year, oh, and they do some some interesting things in a place called Rapungi. I've heard that place is pretty cool, though. It was neat. It wasn't worth the flight. Yeah, well, it's, but, what was the flight like eleven hundred bucks? Uh, it was for work. You're uh, talking so, about the time and oh yeah, the yeah, time. yeah. I mean, it, it took me thirty two hours. You wouldn't believe it, but Danny is the most well traveled, other than Guffy, who went to you know Afghanistan a couple of times. He's the most well-traveled person in the uh, in the room. A great sightseeing over there in Afghan, right? Oh yeah, the the roads are wonderful there. Roads, nice roads. People are nice. <laughs> do they, do they paper, about potholes. Nice. Did you fit in the, with the culture? Did you wipe your ass with your hand too, or no? No, no I didn't. I've tried that. I once. used a porta john. Yeah, it's a Christian. Not thing the one to do. at the end, though. <laughs> it's a Christian. Always thing to do. on the end. <laughs> I, you know, I got to bring my Christian culture because I am sitting with next to a Jewish man, so I have to, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man all right i'm going to do the in boss hog tradition the great graceful transition to uh the first thing that we actually did want to talk about today uh it is uh september now so it's hurricane season so it's time for me to be the dick um <clears throat> a year ago we had steve horowitz on the program and we talked about uh and, and steve's been uh it been on a couple of times he's the economist from ball state university chirp chirp uh and one of the items that he's uh interviewed about uh, there was a cnn article i shared earlier this week and of course people get angry without listening or watching or reading they just started commenting on the uh they on just the read, premise they read the headline they read the headline and surprise th- surprise it is that and this is just a reminder literally i think a year ago we did the same thing so we don't have to really dig into this real deep you guys can go back and listen to the previous episodes when we talked about this with steve uh, but i shared it this week and of course people got upset and it's topical so we'll get into it for a second or so but the um the basic premise is that when you have an emergency, prices go up for things, for right. gasoline, for water, for generators. 
And it's the most efficient way. You actually get to see markets working, one, which is interesting. To it's the only way to do it. That come from the Liberty side. But it's the most efficient way to allocate resources. Yeah. So I shared this deal where Steve was on. Uh, it was actually from two years ago when uh, there was a hurricane happening in Florida. I think it was Irma. Uh, yeah, I don't remember that. There's so many hurricanes. I don't remember the number, the name or the whatever. But it was 2017. Um, I should name a hurricane after my baby mama. I feel like I'd be a real what wretched. Is, what is her name? Uh, Sarah. Hurricane Sarah. Yeah. Oh, see. Yeah, Hurricane Sarah. That's a cat. Gotta, They're going to make a new category. I, I've seen that's Hurricane why I've been the Sarah whole, before. See, yeah, that name, be, name should have been a It's also known as nap time. Flag. Oh, yeah. It was uh, I, red flags. I got every red flag in the book, and I still went for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, got a beautiful, I got a beautiful trophy out of it, though. Yeah. Five-year-old daughter. Well, she'll be five in September. This is September. Did wow. you also name your daughter Sarah? <laughs> no, no, no chance. Yeah, about about strange? a month after she got pregnant, I stopped liking her. So that was a risk, but. isn't it strange you never hear female juniors like Sarah Junior? Yeah, it'd I'd, be strange. I'd, no, it you'd would be, be like strange. you'd be like, what are, what's wrong with? Don't your say that too much. The feminists are gonna come after you now. They're gonna be like, <laughs> yeah, you know two, what? Weeks, two weeks ago when Dakota announced his uh, his uh, his wife's pregnancy on the program, we we talked about the naming rights. Like two weeks. We ago. talked about the na- well, whatever. We talked about the naming rights of the kid, and I said that the the male should have higher naming right value than if, if it's a kid, it's a female because nobody really remembers the girl's I, name later. I wouldn't try to die on that sword. I, I, I want, it's, it's true. <laughs> it's I want an L. I don't. I don't. It's a think permanent it name. The other one, I think, the male naming rights are worth. But more. you're only picking out the first name if you're picking out the name. So why does that? Why yeah, does you it matter at all? Because the there is zero <laughs> chance that if yeah. you name the child. Sarah, that there, if if she has a kid, she's also going to name her daughter Sarah. But if you have Just the name rights and you say that privileged. the child, I think this is the child's stupid. name is going to be Steve, then the next version too. of it is going to be Steve. It's as dumb. Well. It's more premium. It is. No. Dumb. Anyway, back to the other thing that I'm a dick over. Hurricanes. Well, there's. A I don't lot think of you're, a dick. you're a dick over. We can start. Like <laughs> I've got a long list of Jeremiah's. <laughs> Do you have it on a Google Doc yet? <laughs> I can send it to you. I have. I just recently uploaded my list do to it, a Google Doc. Do it. My ex did and literally make a make a <laughs> bulleted list about them. the things I'm doing wrong in this relationship. Just, so can we compare lists together. later and see if you have anything that I don't? Oh, have? I'm sure some of it would align. <laughs> you think you think that those are things that make me a bad person, and I think they're features. Let's uh, <laughs> say ex- explain to the audience. Yes. So so basically, what Steve's Steve's uh, line of reasoning reasoning is is that there's a finite amount of bottled water available. Correct. And instead of somebody saying, hey, I want to go take this bottled water and take it home, and I bought it for $1.25 at Walmart for a case because they had it on sale, because Walmart didn't raise the price of it to $5 or $7 a case to keep people from buying too much of it, Right. somebody may take it, and then it never gets out so that people that actually need it can use it. It's a, it's not even like someone. It's almost a guarantee. You know you're going to have that family of 30 that goes in there and buys eight bottles of water or you, you know the rich family that uses i know i know people that give bottled water to their dogs you exactly know, refuse to give dogs uh, uh tap water, tap water yeah. even right. though i make tea kool-aid whatever from tap water though they're afraid to give tap water to their dogs so they're going to bathe their dog in which it, will, is, is the example he used yeah uh so what happens is that it also sends the the, the coolest part of it is it sends a signal to say hey somebody like danny who's got a free weekend and says hey i can I can rent a truck and I can drive water down to Florida and I can sell it no, I, for $8 a case. I have a job here. 22-year-old Danny. Craigslist Danny? Yeah. Lawn yeah. care Danny. Craigslist Danny would go rent a rider truck for three days, go to go to Kroger, buy all the water they could, and drive down to Jacksonville and then sell it for 9 bucks a case 
and make yourself a thousand bucks. And now the people in Jacksonville, the had problem water, is, is now looking back and be like, man, I may have made a thousand dollars, but it still cost me seven at the end of the day. <laughs> well, I mean, you like just, I, I, this is a horrible investment. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but it, it encourages donations too. I mean, if you think about it, just to simplify it for everybody, it's it's all supply and demand. Everything in economics comes down to the supply and demand curve somehow, you know. And the fact that when there is a disaster, obviously there's less supply because you don't have people, you don't have trucks coming in and delivering new fresh water. So when the supply is lower, prices have to go up to stop from doing exactly what you said. Uh, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Privilege coming in buying 30 packets of water. You know, it's just... It's, and it's, then never, nobody ever gets to drink it or exactly. use it. And the the argument from the CNN host was, what about the poor single mother who can't afford the water after the prices? They're not going to be able to afford five dollar waters after uh, somebody buys eight packs of them. You know, like yeah. it's, it's the same. I mean, the problem is, is that the, the by the time she gets to the store, they're all gone anyway. Yeah. Right. At least so this, this way, this she gives has her hope. a chance to buy a case for five dollars. She's not going to buy twenty cases at the higher price, but she'll buy enough to get by. Right. That's the. Uh, her family can Venmo her money from Indiana if they have to, right? Uh, that's, it takes that's, a couple of days to get it in your account. <laughs> Want to pay the premium? Well, I mean, they can pay you the extra money for the premium too. Yeah, it's like the premium Snapchat. Yeah, so you pay. You are, are you on the premium Snapchat? I do not have one myself, but I've got a few friends that have them, and I've got a complimentary membership or two. It's funny because I'll do just you be- offer a premium Snapchat. You no, don't, we don't should, have one we yet? probably should. No, I I don't know what it'd be. You know, maybe me getting out of the shower, listening to Return of the Mac, doing the helicopter dick every morning. I don't know what it would be, <laughs> but I feel like some people would pay for that. It's complicated though. You've got to wipe off the mirror to get the you know all the. You got to I mean, get the bathroom mirror clean, and then you got to get a tripod. You got a lot of expenses. In, I've in mastered factors. the they art of taking a shower. I can, I can take he a full need a tripod. I can take a full. I can take a full shower in ninety seconds. I don't well, think because you're bald. Well, yeah, yeah, I don't have to. I don't have to. All you have to do is just get wet. Oh, yeah, I just get the. Done. I just yeah. get the main parts, the underarms, my balls, and I'm good to go. Wait, you a know? serious question. Okay, do you wash your feet? Do I? I, I, is, I wash the top of them. I don't wash the bottom of them. Do though. you reach down and actually scrub your feet? It depends on how my back feels that day. I, can't, <laughs> I don't think I know anyone that actually washes their yeah. feet. Yeah, except women. Whenever, whenever I was having issues with my foot, before my podiatrist appointments, I would scrub my feet. Like I don't want them to be horribly. You want you didn't want to be embarrassed in front of the podiatrist who was going to get paid to touch your feet. No, I didn't. It's not that I would be embarrassed. I just I figured I would make the experience better for him. Like it. Uh, he's you know, seen a lot of feet. If he I, 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 if he's seen I was something him. a lot worse than what you have. I know, but if, if I was him, I wouldn't want a guy that just got done working eight hours outside in the summer heat coming in and kicking off his work boots to stick his toe in my face. Do you think? Do you think you're going to get ten percent off because your feet smell good? <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> I mean, depending on who I, I didn't sh- though. I'll say depending on who I've slept with that week. Sometimes I'll take Everclear and a scour pad in the shower with me just to just to get that just thing to be extra sure. clean. Yeah. Go <laughs> This is a good time for a foot update. You had yeah. you had surgery twice I'm this year. I'm all back to normal. You're you're all good. It's it's good. In What'd fact, you do to your foot? I canceled my last appointment. I had a horrible uh, toenail issue. Oh. And, uh, they had to re- cut some of my actual toe skin off. It was this whole, was this <laughs> nice. whole thing. Yeah. Hell yeah. Should have brought the pictures in. It caused us, <laughs> it caused us to re- reschedule a show, I believe. It was it, I mean, it was severe. My- Dakota on surgery. 
My my co-host had a colonoscopy, and we actually showed the pictures on on the show. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like content jeer right there. Yeah. With the, uh, I, I, that's 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 definitely for the uh, the Patreon once, account. Once you've had a podcast for any length of time, you go, oh, you've had a major medical thing. Yeah, this is going to go into the show. Absolutely, yeah, this is this is absolutely content for the. Program. I can't wait. Yeah, uh, just wait till I need ED medicine. I can't wait for that. It's gonna be great. <laughs> it's gonna be a great show that week. All right, Danny. Uh, have you followed this the hurricane pricing thing? Are you con- familiar with this concept? No, Danny. Tell me what you would do if you were out of water at home. There was a natural a tornado that just went through town, and your house is torn apart, roof is gone, whatever. And you go to the store. You're going to pick up a case of twenty four water bottles, and it is um, thirty six dollars. I'd buy it and worry about it later. Well, that's well, you're, you're not a wealthy a, white man. You're not a poor single mother. But I have a credit card, too. Yeah. So, like, I would just, I would figure it out. Or I would find another avenue to get water. Like your hooks. I want you to ho- be very hostile right now, Guffy. Okay. Make his phone ring. He's at Soldier Field right now. Our boy Chase. It's 10 minutes to kick off. 18 minutes to kick off. Is it is it bad that Parmy wants almost like a natural disaster? That way we can all go completely primitive to the people. <laughs> the only people that know how to hunt deer and can pur- purify water by themselves make it. I have a life straw, and I know where a stream is, yeah. and I know how to boil water. So You're good. I feel like Dakota will get my power back on. I'll learn to kill hours. something with a spear. I'll make my own spear. I will be like throwing my neighbors squirrels old. and shit. Have you seen that video or that picture of the orangutan <laughs> using a spear? What happened? No, I love that. Our current subscription does not cover outgoing calls. He <sighs> might have what shady buddy. What did you do, Dakota? Did we Who not knows? pay the bill? That a did, wood did brick? they change our rules? Um, that's a yes. Uh, that's very primitive. That's uh, yeah. It's a feature. It's a, it's a wooden brick. It's a door. It's uh, probably <laughs> so they can screw into the uh, so they can bring the horses in here. Back in the day, our the, studio in downtown Newcastle house. is a uh, is is basically an old garage for horses. I've got one of those in my house. That's the uh, that's the deal. So uh, price gouging. Danny doesn't care. Matt thinks we're great. Dakota, you've uh, are you heartless like me? Yes, I am. Guffy, you're all good. Yeah. I'm all Yo, good Kev, what do you think? <laughs> Kevin, my father-in-law is watching the uh, waiting on the football game to start. Uh, by the way, I wore my uh, my Colts jersey tonight. I was I was trying to decide what I was going to wear. If I was going to wear a Bears. A Bears throwback thing because it was Bears Packers tonight, and I said no. I've got Aaron Rodgers on the fantasy team, so I'm going to stick. I'm going to stick with Colts blue because it's NFL opening day. Are you a Bears fan? No, I'm a Colts fan. No, okay, that's what I thought. No, our boy, our boy Chase. I was going to wear Bears stuff in solidarity. I it was left over from an old uh, Halloween so he, costume. So he's a Bears fan, huge Bears fan. Yeah. I got to ask Bear. I just want to know why do Bears fans hate the Colts so bad? Like oh, six. Me as me as well. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's. I think it's because. And this is just what I've seen on the internet. Super big sports fan. Because we've been good since yeah. 1985. Is that why they're mad? Well, no. It's yeah. because I've been... He did not answer. I've just also, keep bringing him until he answers now. You are commanded to I just keep I was also curious keep about this. And what I heard is that before the Colts came nope. to he, he Indianapolis... To yeah, I'm sure a lot every, of our Bears fans. Everybody was huge Bears fans. Yeah, Bears fans, Bengals fans, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. So then all of a sudden... Not many Lions fans, Colts though. moved in and... Uh, that, yeah. Not many Lions. There was never any Lions fans. But they're yeah. just as close. You're right. Yeah. Never any Lions fans. Barry Sanders, bless his heart. No, Had but I mean, Dakota, in your lifetime, the 
The Colts have always existed. They've always been. And they've been good your entire life. You are born in 1996. Yes. Oh, you're, wow, you're, you're that young? You are born post-Jim yeah. Harbaugh. Like, it's... <laughs> Don't know who that is. Jesus Christ. You never watched Jim Harbaugh play, did you? Nope. Nah, because he would maybe one caught one season. 97. Yeah, yeah, who did, who did he one punch in the face? Was Jim it Kelly. Jim Kelly? Yeah, Jim Kelly. Broke his hand. They nice. called him like a, a sissy or something. I'll show you. I can't confirm that. Uh, yeah, he's a fiery guy. So, yeah, in, in Dakota's life, the, the Colts, they moved here 12 years before he was born. In your life, you probably barely watched Peyton Manning, too, didn't you? <laughs> but Peyton, I remember, like, whenever I was growing up, Peyton Manning was the, the big star. Like, my first, I guess, my first uh, favorite football player was John Elway. I remember watching John Elway in those early Super Bowls. That was, like, my first recollection of football. I do remember the Colts Steelers so AFC you're, Championship you're 30, game. So it, Football becomes like a thing when you're about 10 years old. I'd say when I was about 11, the 2000, 2001, 2002 Colts season was the first Colts season I remember watching religiously. Yeah. And we were so, six and that and would 10. have made sense because Elway, when you're seven years old, was yeah. one of the Super Bowls, 97, 98, somewhere yeah. in there. Like I, remember, I even remember the Colts, uh, Colts, Pittsburgh Steelers, AFC Championship game where Aaron the Hail Miller didn't yeah. catch it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he didn't catch it. I still think he caught it, but whatever. You want to feel old? Yeah, go ahead. That wasn't in his lifetime. That's pretty amazing. What's funny is... Actually, I think he was probably 15 days old. Which is crazy. I remember watching the Bills play in New York, which I was really young for that. I remember Bills Giants. Really? Wow. Super Bowl. That's it. And growing up in New York State, obviously, we were, you know, in Bills country. So Scott Norwood missing the field goal ruined a lot of... Ruined a Sunday. The first Super Bowl I remember watching is the the LA, the Denver Broncos, Atlanta Falcons Super Bowl. And I think that was 98. It was. Yeah, because yeah. I don't even remember watching. Ice, Ice Storm in Atlanta, and uh, I think Eugene Robertson, who's the uh, cornerback. He was no, named, uh, Eugene Rob. No, yeah, he, yeah. Was, he, he wore was, the sleeves. Yeah, he was, he was like then, uh, man of the year, and then the next day he got arrested for in a strip club. Let's go. <laughs> NFL man of the year. The Warren Sapp uh, like situation Friday, or what? Like Friday night, Saturday he there, gets, gets there arrested are, in a strip club, there Super are Bowl worse Sunday. That's, that's not who that, it was. There are worse things that uh, famous football players have done. I'm surprised I've never been arrested in a strip club. What's that? I'm surprised I've never been. OJ Simpson didn't do it. He was innocent. Is it is it because of how far away you live from a strip club? No, I mean I I mean you can't go. I mean you can be a brat. My bet, my two minutes. See, I'm really good at going to a strip club. You know, I've been in sales for the last seven years, so I'm really good at good one. I want seance. Seance. Yeah, I've been doing those too. I get. I have a a Ouija rug, uh, Ouija board rug that I sit on, and I, you know, worship the devil. It's great. No, uh, when I go to the strip club, uh, as long as you meet your quota. I, I that's, can, that's not the question. The I can question get what I want out of females at the at the strip club. <laughs> so I have a funny strip club story. What'd you do? So I had it was for one of my buddies' uh, buddies' bachelor parties, and Jeremiah was there. I don't remember. Yeah, and there was a uh, never been to a strip club before. What's up, Father? There Mark? was a a, a, a a woman there He's named no attention. Yeah. a funny. woman there named yeah. Kim who was of the Asian descent. I remember she was a hairdresser. Yeah, she was a hairdresser. Oh, and she's a super nice that. lady. And she asked me for my phone number. I was like, I can't. You're a stripper. That's <laughs> not, not going to do that. So, but then I'm also in sales. She's like, well, do you have like a business card or something? <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, you might need to buy like some industrial supplies, maybe yeah. some cleaning product or something. Yeah. So like a dumbass, I gave her my. Yeah, need a mortgage? Here you go. <laughs> So she ended up calling me and texting me the rest of the the bachelor party weekend. It was hilarious. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I'm not proud to say how many strippers I've been with. 
<laughs> never paid for one. Uh, my best friend, though, he actually got robbed by an escort in Vegas. That was a funny story. <laughs> Danny's, I, Danny's got another story I, brewing. You've been robbed by an escort? No, but back to Tokyo, oh. we had a... a I'm so, you should just be happy a woman showed up to your room and actually had a vagina. It, well, <laughs> sadly, I, I think I'm sworn to secrecy on the Tokyo stuff. We'll have to keep that off. <laughs> oh, your, your friend's not here. Go ahead. Oh, it was it was bad. Guy got took for fifteen grand. Oh, okay. My buddy only got seven hundred stolen from him. Fifteen grand and got to spend all day in a Tokyo police office the next day for I don't know heroin laced alcohol. Nice heroin laced alcohol. That seems like a good way to die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was bad. I uh, not mine though. If I was visiting Tokyo, that's probably not the vacation I would have. I don't think so. I, there'd probably be women involved. I'm not proud to say I'd spend a little bit of money on moral the, on of red the story. If you're 65 and some 22 year old falls in love with you, thinks you're cute and falls in love with you, what well, she doesn't really like. Well, that's you. that's that's 101 right there. You learn that in freshman year of college right they teach first you time you go in a strip club like hey High. listen bambi doesn't like this you as wasn't much this was at an irish pub in tokyo <laughs> it wasn't even a strip club they have irish pubs in tokyo a super nice yeah do they have american restaurants in tokyo so i did it's like a random have... barbecue joint dick's bodacious <laughs> yeah. barbecue oh, yeah famous dave's out there is awesome oh really the rib tips oh no but the, i did have their mcdonald's it was the best thing i had out there seriously dakota's mcdonald's never, dakota's never been so quiet on a show this is this is impressive just listening to danny's there's do you not like butt not stuff been, dakota there's not been much time to interject oh say what you want buddy it's your show no it's tell just, me to shut the hell up there's a, <laughs> there's a lot going on yeah. one minute we're Plus talking this. about football and the next minute we're talking about well, heroin alcohol i love it just, it was price gouging from it's never good when the president of your company calls you when you land go what happened and i'm like i had i was kind of guilty by association (laughs) (laughs) i think that makes a great trip yeah he's like well you're not in trouble but this guy so let's uh let's (laughs) let's uh let's go from one vice to the next uh indiana's uh indiana finally has sports gaming congratulations indiana on legalizing freedom great job guys Mm -hmm. so uh i i I guess we can we can go place a bet at uh, at the horse track. Yeah, I thought about going there after this and just putting money down the Colts. Like people are sleeping on the Colts this year. I'm like, do it, sleep on them. So I I, I did see that an associate uh, got the Packers plus three and a half this afternoon. Packers are winning in Indiana. Game. Yeah. So I think that's a pretty damn good number. Yeah. I, I if I. Uh, I got to figure out where you can go because I, I guess there's off track. I don't know if the off track matters or not. But yeah, downtown Indy's got one. Circle. Northside Indy's got one. Pretty much any OTB and any, any off track betting yeah. site, and as well as of course the casinos uh, that have a sports book. So uh, now Governor Holcomb put a video out on his Facebook page, and he said that he was proud to be the very first Hoosier to place a uh, a bet on uh, sports. Now does does he have secret servers? Because I just want to say that I'd, I'd love to kick him right in the nuts. <laughs> So here's, here's my he put, deal with Governor put, Holcomb on all of these. Is yeah. He's the first man in line to buy beer on Sunday. He's the first guy to, to bet gamble. on ga- to do gambling. I can't wait till but, he lights up blunt up when we legalize <laughs> marijuana. I but, can't wait to. I bet he's dying to buy a car on Sunday, too. But for whatever reason, he, he runs he runs to the headlines once it's legal and fine. But mm-hmm. I'll be, I swear, I've I not seen him. I have not seen him 
promote any of this as a campaign issue to start with. No. But man, when it's fun and it gets him a news item, he's the first he guy put, in front of a camera. He put ten dollars on the Colts winning the Super Bowl, ten dollars on the Pacers winning the NBA championship, and ten dollars on the Fever big spender winning that night's game. What a bum! Uh, you know, he said wager that it, a little more money than he, that, buddy. He, he said that this all has to be uh, done in moderation. So. Moderate. What is what's the governor's salary? All right, let's uh, let's check. We should right look now. that up. We're gonna look that up. It's right insane. It's got to be six figures, right? Uh, he, barely, I think. Really? He yeah. doesn't have a mortgage, does he? Uh, we, we pay for his house, right? He's got a free house now, but I don't know if he kept uh, kept what he had before. No, nah, he's, he's playing. All right, <clears throat> over unders here, everybody. I want to lock in a number from everybody. One twenty. One twenty from Matt Dakota. What's the What's the governor make? One forty eight. Okay, we're gonna write these down. I'd say two. Matt. One twenty. Dakota one forty eight, DD. Uh, Danny said two. You said two hundred. Two thirty. Uh, I'm gonna say he's he's making ninety seven. Just as a guess, uh, he did Guffy, the whole. He did the Jeopardy. I'm going Guffy, not Jeopardy. Guffy, you got a number? Price is right. Yeah, I'm going one oh five. Guffy's got a laptop in front of him. He's a cheater. He's probably just. I did not. Up. He's asking somebody I, in the feed there. He's probably just <laughs> looked it up. Hey guys, look that shit up, please, real quick. <laughs> no, it's like I'm. Just, I'm thinking like right. five. The the winning thing will be whatever the 2018 salary was because that's going to be the latest, uh, latest and greatest. And the verdict. Eric, Eric Holcomb's salary 2018 is 127,000. Let's go. What? <laughs> Man. 127,000. Let's go. The price is wrong, bitch. One twenty-seven, <laughs> one twenty-seven with a free house, and he bet a whole thirty dollars on the Indiana sports. Teams. I, hey, good for him, man. That's on the taxpayers' dollar. We appreciate that. <laughs> As a libertarian, you know, you spend that wisely. Okay, man, he makes ten grand a month to uh, to to sign bills into law like that. Wow, good job, man. Sign your name. Okay, as of, as fellow libertarians, let me let me guys ask you because yeah. I did see the Gary Johnson stickers over there. As a libertarian, how did you feel about the Libertarian Party and nominating a guy who can't even communicate the message for president? I liked Gary Johnson. I, I thought he was. Moderate. I mean, I, I thought he was moderate enough in a very uh, polarizing climate to try to pull people from both sides of the aisle. I don't. I think he catered too much to the left. He was trying way too hard to cater to the left. And I think there's much would, more opportunity on the right. To, I would love to see a presidential candidate is. that just simply says, "Here's who I am," and not couch it at all, and just no. truly be the liberty candidate. Uh, honestly, and, and be yourself. And you know, yeah. people like to give Austin Peterson a lot of crap, but to me, he was the much better candidate. Not only did Austin he, Peterson was the one that brought me in. Really? Him yeah. Him and Rex Bell. Well, he runs the Libertarian Republic, right? Yeah. Still. Um, so, I mean, I thought Austin, even though I don't necessarily agree with everything he says, uh, he Good can, messenger and he can and, articulate and the, the message better everybody. And uh, I feel like you put him on a debate stage with Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, he makes them both look stupid. Mark yeah. Sean Orr thought $106,000. Christy Avery thought one hundred and ten. So, what's uh, went over. What's Mitch Daniels make now? Uh, at Purdue, I don't know Probably if that's all completely. I'm gonna guess they had to pay him. They had to pay him. I'm gonna guess it's two bills, at least. You think two hundred thousand? At least I'm gonna go two fifty. I'd say I was gonna go two fifty. I'm uh, that place. You know, three hundred. No, screw it. I'll go four hundred thousand. I'm thinking it's closer to a half mil too. Oh, whoa! Oh man! Holy cow! Is it more? <laughs> Is it two million? It's like uh, it's like. Eight hundred one coach money. Eight hundred and forty two thousand four hundred dollars. Good for him. He might be the only Republican that I would vote for as a as a, as a as, other than Rand Paul, of course, maybe. But 
uh, as a presidential candidate. Thomas Massey. Thomas Massey. Uh, Massey, I'm, of course. I'm there. There's rumors that Amash is going to run as a libertarian. I hope that happens. Doubt. Do I don't know what's so? going to happen with Amash. I, I, I really don't know. Uh, Lincoln Chafee's been out there as a possibility, too, so who knows? You think there's any doubt that Trump wins the next election? No. he's mm. he's. I think he wins in a landslide, no matter who he goes against. I mean, I mean, Joe Biden couldn't even give a speech on climate change without his eyes squirting blood. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it happens. And he's their front runner? Like, uh, I'm like, seriously, here's what I love. Joe Biden would be the oldest man to ever be sworn into the presidency. But not the like, current guy is the oldest guy to be ever be sworn into the presidency. Uh, you know, that's it, gentlemen. The season has started. Yeah, Bears, uh, Bears receive the ball. And what do they start on now? The 20? That's the 25. Packers receiving. 25, I believe. The Bears kicked it. The Packers received. Is it 25? Because we're not men anymore. No. Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, 25. But what I was saying is I love I, I love clowning on the left so much because you have people that, that not only uh, like to complain about people that are career politicians, that compl- but also complain about just white elitist and your your front runners for the Democratic Party are career politicians. You have Biden who's been in politics for 44 years now. And he's an old rich white guy, and who's rich because of politics, not yeah, because yeah. he but started so is Bernie anything. Sanders. Oh, Bernie! That's hilarious. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> Bernie <laughs> I, Sanders wrote a book. That's why late. he's rich. I can't. Yeah. The, if there's one you know person, what? if you want four houses, you can write a book too, Danny. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Well, unfortunately, yeah. I have friends that uh, are Bernie Sanders fans. And the uh, the Packers have uh, negative one rushing yards on the entire season. Jeremiah, I'm trying to talk politics. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And if you, and if you want to be the uh, the leading candidate for the Democrats, just do learn a really cool magic trick where well, you can make your eyes squirt out blood on command. Let's go back to football just real quick. We have to give a shout out to Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers' official NFL photo has a porn stash. Yeah, he's got a porn stash, which is not a bad play. If you're if you're banging if you're banging uh, Mila Kunas and and uh, Danica, Danica Patrick, Danica Patrick now, yeah, good credit. I'd, I'd definitely. How many uh, videos has uh, Porn Stash Rogers made with Danica Patrick? Whoa, I didn't get that vine. You didn't get that vine. <laughs> I haven't either, but I can't. You, you, you got to be on that premium TikTok. Yeah, Rogers and Kunas are together. They hooked up. Danica Patrick and oh, they're together he now. Used to be with. Me. No, I thought I thought she was with Aston Kutcher. They're I want everyone to know Kate. that Guffy. Yeah. No, who was who on. was he with before? It wasn't Mila Kunas. Who, who was he with before Danica? Oh my gosh! Oh, she plays so- Sloan Sabbath on the newsroom. Yeah, she's hot. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I I'll give it to so... Rogers. Bangs Danica Patrick doesn't talk to his own mother though. Well, my mother's texting me, telling me to watch my language. Um, <laughs> see, she has she, she has reached like, out to me. I've not been a problem it's because you don't she's answer. Like, who, she's oh, like, I, ask mom who Olivia Munn. Olivia Munn. Olivia Munn, yeah, she can get it. Bless her heart. Well, she sounds hideous. <laughs> she sounds hideous. <laughs> Olivia. Then you see her picture. <laughs> she didn't like the cold Green Bay winners. <laughs> Jeremiah's you couldn't having, describe what's happening over Jeremiah's here. Jeremiah's having serious issues. His his microphone arm. So what we what we had to do was last week, Betsy Mills came on the show. It was her birthday, and we got her chocolate cake, and it got all over the tablecloth. <laughs> so I took it home to my wife, and she washed the tablecloth. And Dutifully. I thought you meant the woman for a second. Uh, <laughs> Guffy and I put the Guffy and I put the tablecloth back on the, uh, today before the show, and we put the mic stands back. Up. I do love the mic stands. By Somehow the way. Guffy totally messed up Jeremiah's. I'm, well, I'm over the, here reattaching my mic stand with no is, cough. Button. You have to understand, Jeremiah is the only one out of the entire like section there that does this whole like arm jerk move the whole microphone. 
the three thousand yeah, degrees. How did you get it the, actually it's backwards? It's, it's we gotta just survive <laughs> for now, man. I don't know. I don't know how he did what he did, but I'm I'm holding on tight for dear life. Danny's is the about whole to thing fall is upside off. down. Yeah, Danny's is hanging. Guffy, are you? I'm always what are you great good at when it comes here. to producing this I, show. I did hours. You get what you, you paid did. Good for. job, man. You did a good job. Yeah. Very proud of you. I'm very proud of the positioning of my mic. Sometimes I grab it like you know. Yeah. Very. That, that's, <laughs> well, that's one thing you have to get used to with the mic flags. Is like they will fall down on you. Fall. Yeah, for sure. Especially, you know, with mic flags, I notice I can't hold the I can't hold the uh, microphone like I'm a rapper. Yeah. Unfortunately, I gotta have well, it hold it professionally. You can you can actually hold it better like a rapper. Really, hold See? it right there. Yeah, you do it like that. Yeah, check that out. Learning yeah. some stuff. Come on now. I want welcome, if, welcome to a real podcast, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty. <laughs> I'm pretty impressed right now. These mic flags got me going though. I think I'm coming here and mess with you guys. Don't just put pictures of me on your mic flags. Just gonna steal. Yeah, well. Uh, you get us on the right day, we'll be running out of time and get on the air and go, oh, shit. Look, there we go. Look at that. Oh, mom's going to be mad again. There's a, Maybe you should add to the swear jar. If I carried cash. I think your the, mom's going to text you and be like, man, you our can DJ's a real or, provocative piece of shit. <laughs> <You're not, laughs> yeah, mom's going to say, mom's gonna say you can't use him as a DJ because he brings that, up that, bad words. I don't think hey. that's true because when we played, we'll fuck you with the lights on. Yeah. Mom and dad. Oh, they were, were getting the it. <laughs> they were up. getting it. That I was like, was, what the hell's going on right that now? That was the best thing ever. I was like, fuck it. I'm grabbing my Snapchat. I'm going right now. I must have. I must have been getting a beer. I missed the, that. And the best thing is before you even come up and requested it, I had it queued up. Like, I had Willow Walker queued up on my computer, and I took a picture and sent it to my brother, because I introduced my brother to Willow Walker Jr., and I said, should I play it? You know, I said, just because <laughs> yeah. sometimes, literally, I've been at weddings before where the whole crowd is drunk. I was like, I'm just going to throw something crazy Just out. see what happens. So I've, like, I've played Pantera, like, late at night, just for the shits and giggles, <laughs> and just watch Grandma headbang to Pantera, and I'm like, let's go. I've tried so hard to talk Sarah into crazy bitch, and I could never get that played at our wedding. Really? Yeah, I wanted. I, that's a, to was, me. I probably play that at seventy percent of weddings. Yeah, I do. No, it's I really good. Late. It's got to be late yeah. in the night when everybody's it's drunk. Be after all of the ceremonies are over. I know. I mean, it's kind of embarrassing because your grandma will get on the table and start, <laughs> you know, humping your grandpa, and you'll well, you'll I'm, really thank your whole life. I'm fresh out of grandma. Yeah, but isn't so. that beautiful? That's what we all want. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. This is this is hilarious. But so my grandpa passed away in 2001, and I one of my favorite favorite stories near the end of my grandpa's life. I believe it was my grandma and grandpa's 53rd wedding anniversary. And at time, so I moved out of my mom's house when I went to college, and my grandparents moved in to my mom's house. Well, I'm home for summer, and I'm living in the garage with my brother, which our garage has like two separate rooms, so. We had a bedroom. Granted, it's it's not really climate controlled, but whatever. It is what it is. You know, I was a college kid who was drunk every night, so I didn't care anyways. I passed out drunk every night anyways. But uh, back to the story. So my grandpa comes to my brother. That was one of his bills he paid for DirecTV. Comes to my brother and told uh, told my brother, at 53, my grandpa was, I believe, 74 at the time, told my brother that he wanted to order grandma a dirty movie that night. <laughs> and the best part was, is, you know, Greg, so of course, Greg calls me in his room. He's like, grandpa wants this video tonight. And it was, it was, it was a, a group sex. It was like group sex 10 or some sh- shit like that. I can't remember, but I just remember the next day the Colts were playing 
and Grandpa's sitting in the in my brother's room with me. My brother, we're watching the uh, Colts game, and Grandpa just looked. He goes, "That movie wasn't very good." He goes, <laughs> he, goes it didn't ha- he goes, "It didn't have a plot or nothing." <laughs> he really likes the story. Oh, I, so do I. You know, I, I I need to know why the nurse is screwing the doctor. You know, that's that, to me that's important. You know, you can't have holes in the plot line. Just no, be absolutely not. The best thing about porn too is the acting is absolutely horrible. But I feel like you have to have a little bit of acting. It's just a tough, de- tough demographic. Dakota, yeah. welcome back. Yeah, well, yeah, welcome back, Dakota. What did I miss? Yeah, we were talking <laughs> about football. Now we're talking about uh, porn. Was, so uh, we were talking. Welcome, come on in, Josie. Your your kid will love to hear about this. Yeah, come on in. We'll teach him some things. <laughs> the three year old just walked back in, so this will be good. See, I told you he's half black. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my goodness! Can I say hi. He's like, no, thank <clears> you. <throat> He's uh, behind the microphone. Will, where, Will, where you been, buddy? Were you at uh, Were you at the club, hanging out? Where'd you go? Don't rob me of a Bill Cosby moment. Kids saying that aren't his things. Yeah, he's like, uh, no, thank you. This yeah. isn't his first time. Yeah, he's, he's talked. Oh, really? Will's been on the show at least once before, if not twice. He came to the county fair and we did an interview. I've got my daughter on the microphone one time. She just said taxation is theft. That's yeah, all. Well, that's, you raised her right. So. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the only thing up. I could get her to say. Snort. Are you fisherman Will you or cowboy heavily. Will today? Heavy breathing. Yeah. <laughs> You're what? Who are you today? Will. You're what, Will? Will. Fisherman Will. Fisherman Will. Is, Rock and roll. is Danny going to take you fishing here in a couple weeks? No. No. Not only better. <laughs> no. Do you want to go camping no. with him? Bats. Bats. Bass. He's bass. going bass fishing. You like to bass fish? Mm-hmm. Have you caught a big one? Bass. Yes. Show bass. him how big the fish was. How big is your biggest fish? This big. This wow. big. That's as wow. wide as your arms. Wow. Danny's going to have to. Is Danny taking you out on a boat yet? No, we'll go on a boat soon, though, won't we? Want to buy a Once boat? Uncle Jer takes us. You want to go out on a boat? Yes. Yes. You're not going to be afraid? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Where did you come from? Where were you just at? Did you go get food? Yes. Yes. Where? No. Have- That's so. He's, he's not reliable. <laughs> he's, not reliable. <laughs> he's not reliable. Not reliable. I've been, right, I haven't well. been fishing this year, but I did go cougar hunting last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> did you bag an old one? Nah, nah, yeah. You want to champs on the north side? I'd say the older I get, the less patient I get with women, you know, because I'm ready to go home by 11.30 anymore. I go to a bar, I'm like, man, getting tired. (laughs) (laughs) They're awful resilient. (laughs) Yeah, they are. You know, once they've had two divorces, I tell you what, they've got all the energy in the world. They lose 30 pounds, and they're ready to go. They hit the bar, and they hit on guys like me. It's great. (laughs) It's easy pickings. How are you, ma'am? (laughs) there's my lovely bride oh great (laughs) that's my lovely bride she's the first thing she said to me is i'm tipsy i'm like great you picked them wisely good job yeah yeah she's uh she's been well she's been well uh well taken care of she was at the club today yeah she was let's ask her what she thinks bring her in here no (laughs) (laughs) she's been on the show many times all right, so uh, we think the governor's placating or just playing everybody by uh, acting excited about the uh, mm. about the about the sports gambling. We are we going back to Pence, uh, Pence would never Indiana have signed politics. That. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think we have to. Cause I, I, it's a big deal to me. I mean, it's so exciting because I've been illegally gambling since I was 14. So it's cool that was, I can do it. Was your bookie now. the guy from New Pal that just got arrested <laughs> for running a multi million dollar gaming ring? I've yeah. heard of the guy's name. So I, I'm not going to say that. He uh, may have I, had your action at one point. Not, probably not directly to him, but I would say probably one of his goons, you know. He had millions. In the network. Yeah, I could, when I seen that, when I seen the numbers he was pulling, I was like, good for him. And, of course, we're going to call him a criminal, even though it's legal yeah. now. We're going to call him a criminal and put him in prison. Well, Four see, days before it was legal. No, well, it's right? still not legal to do it on your own. You have to. No. The, only the government can dabble in these sorts of things. Yeah, if you, uh, you we're, we're about to add to that swear jar here in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> only, only those that have properly paid enough if, money and are regulated. Yeah, regulated, paid a it's license. It's for your safety. You know, it's so funny because when I worked at the casino, we had people that would complain, not really complain, but gossip and and say that the casino, well, because I worked at Indiana Grand and I was Indiana Live when I started there and went to Indiana Grand because, of course, we fought for bankruptcy. And why did we fall for bankruptcy? Because people understand just to open a casino in Indiana, you ha- you're levy with $250 million in taxes just to open your doors. Just to have your permit to start. Just to have ridiculous. Are you kidding me? $250 million. And uh, what are they spending that money on? It's definitely not the roads. But Indiana, correct me if I'm wrong here. I think more than half of our our, uh, citizens are now on um, that uh, welfare. Now more than half of Indiana's on welfare. Uh, I think it's uh, probably the health Indiana plan. Yeah. Hip 2.0. Oh, the hip? Okay. Yeah. Which is the, uh, the, if your employer doesn't provide health care, that's basically your only choice. That's that's Indiana's version of Obamacare. Right. Excellent. What's it like? It's pretty cheap though, ain't it? I don't know. I've got a day job. Sorry for the three-year-old that just walked in front of the the camera. He's just Just, saying hi. Just hanging out. Yeah, you probably just saw the very tip top of his hair. No, the the if you're a Patreon member, then you uh, there's a link in that says don't gamble in New Palestine, and that's what we were talking about. You can tell you're not from there. New Palestine. Just say New Pal. (laughs) New Pal. Mm. I'm not from those, either. Those, oh, you bet you're on 52, so you drive. Right, yeah, there, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. every day. I got the privilege of driving on 52 where the speed limit is 55 all the way to Indy, but if we hit 30, I'm lucky. It's just a long <laughs> ride of – I think it's a bunch of people from Rushville, and they're, they either you – know, Well, they're trash. <laughs> oh, I worked in Rushville, and I, I swear to God they cast it for the hills have eyes there. <laughs> I've never seen more incest people in my it's life. A stellar, it's a stellar community. <laughs> it is a cesspool. It is. And I, because, so I worked at the Army Surplus store in college. I ran the store in Broad Ripple, but I also worked at the one in Rushville on the Oh, weekends. downtown, yeah. yeah. I actually bought a lot of gear from the one in Rushville. Well, you've probably before. been in there with me. In Did the, a man lady maybe. sell it to you? I, no. Right. <laughs> was there a dude dressed like a chick? Had the no. best makeup on. Yeah, because he didn't I, work I at that to, one. That probably was me that time. I used to buy a lot of stuff there for paintballing. I, Oh yeah, got really big into paintballing. I probably filled up your tanks then for a few times. Maybe. Yeah. And I, I bought all kinds of clothes, and uh, I had a, a okay looking ghillie suit, so that came from there. But I my they clothes. You closed on me. Yeah. I, well, I was against moving to Rushville in the first place. I was like, hey, listen, boss name was Buzz, and I, as an eighteen year old kid, I went up to. I was like, do you understand the median household income of Rushville is like. Twenty one thousand dollars. Yeah, it's like literally, and we, this is a store that sells stuff that people can only buy if they have that extra income. I'm like, this is a horrible move. There's nothing in Rushville lasts, especially an army surplus store in a seven thousand square. Was this foot. in Shelbyville well, originally? 
Yeah, yeah and Shelbyville. Too. Oh, the Shelbyville store was abundant. I mean, yeah. it was it was busy all the time. It was right off the interstate. Yeah, we had I had been there. Yeah, two billboards on the interstate. We, I went to the one in Rushville with Dad. I mean, it's right there by the 301 building. Just yeah. south of it. Just south uh, of it. I mean, there wasn't anything that sold paintball gear in Dunreath, Indiana. So. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Rushville's, <laughs> Rushville's the place. Yeah, Rushville's the place. I mean, it was it, you know, cra- uh, it was a great store. I love working there. It was a lot of fun, especially during college, I mean, especially when we moved to Rushville because we never had any customers. So I would read books. I would take naps. I mean, I would... Hey, ladies, I would take ladies back in the back room. <laughs> <laughs> Have lunch great. at the Elks Club, meet somebody, and then come back to work. It's, I'm embarrassed to how many times, and I hope that my former boss, who's still my friend, doesn't listen to the show, but I would put up a sign on the door and have my girlfriend over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we are getting to that point in the show where we probably ought to start our final thoughts because I don't know how long they're going to take. Producer Chris, we will start with you. Uh, yeah, so- you got big weekend plans for us, don't you? I do. Um, so let me think. Saturday, 3.30, we're meeting at the Pizza King on Memorial Drive. We're going to eat some pizza. I thought that was a secret. You're going to tell everybody? It's not a secret anymore. Our fans are going to show up. Oh, that'd be awkward. I love them. So we're going to meet there. Uh, then we're going to go up to the cruising, kind of walk around. Dressed in Guffy attire. Is it Buick night? Yep, sure is. Uh, Chevy night. Chevy night? Chevy. That might be fun. Yeah. Maybe we'll get Kevin to enter his Equinox. And so then we're going to walk around that. And then I'm going to be manning the monuments global war on terrorism table for the new monument. We're going to put up in Memorial park. And then we also have a meeting the eighth at one o'clock at the Doughboy statue right outside the Smith building. You're going to meet there after dark one o'clock. Oh, one. I think said eight. No, on the eighth, on the eighth at one o'clock. Yes. Okay. We're going to meet there. And why not gonna... high noon? <sighs> Cause we don't like high noon. Church people. That's a good whiskey, though. So we're going to uh, meet there at one and then get some more input and hopefully get this monument rocking and rolling, man. Yeah, buddy. All right. Daniel Paul. Hey, you're going to start coaching youth sports. Is that what I heard? No, I'm going to start taking lessons from a Newcastle legend to try to work on my basketball game since I still have four years of eligibility left. Chase so, DeGaulle? Uh, Zach on? No, I'm going to Darnell go, Archie? It's going to be... Uh, Corey Clemens. So, see what happens. He's a legend in your eyes. Yeah, he had college scholarships. Good ball player. But Corey Clemens. I'm trying to think. Big oh, guy. boy. Big? Uh, taller than me. He's a firefighter here in town. He probably graduated in 06. Mm, I know. Yeah, I know Clemens. Okay. So, uh, this is normally where you promote stuff, Danny. What uh, What you got going on? Just, you got other podcasts you're appearing on, stuff you're doing? Um, I, I don't think so. How do people follow you on Twitter? Nah. Marriage proposal. And in, in, in no. get involved with you and Dan Dockett in your love affair? Yeah, Dan and I go you know, way back. Ever um, since uh, college when you dressed up like a stripper pole. He's loved He you. liked that. Yeah. So. <laughs> Double D. Hey. Travis Ham wants to know why he turned down his lessons. What lessons? Basketball lessons. Well, he's probably shitty at basketball. <laughs> Uh, he wants he wants to teach you, and you you refuse. You think about it, though half the NBA coaches are probably really shitty at basketball too. But oh, it's completely true. Do you yeah. think Pop is any good? No, maybe thirty years ago he might have been solid. If sixty, it's funny. So we have in Morristown we have a we have a. Uh, you guys had a great ball team a couple years two years. Oh yeah, ago. it's still pretty solid. Pretty because you know, we just got uh, just like three or four classes there. Just to uh, yeah, our, you just ship those new kids in and yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I mean, our, but um, what I was saying is our athletic director, he, he was retired when I was in high school, still alive. His name was Mr. Albertson. He's probably in his 80s now. But I remember he'd be like 65 years old and would play basketball with us after school because that was our thing. Every day after school, we'd go to the old gym mm-hmm. and shoot hoops. And Mr. Albertson would play basketball with us. The dude was in his 60s and would just drain shots. And I'm like, this is unbelievable. What the hell is this? <laughs> kind I of embarrassing. Sk- I skipped basketball night for this tonight. This so. is the first time you've skipped basketball night. In a is very there a basketball? Long time. I guess yeah, basketball. Probably. I, have, I play a couple times a week, just churches really? or I haven't played wherever. in a year. And uh, it's it's the only thing that I do that's physical, that's competitive outside of my work. So. Really? But you have to throw some elbows selling grinding equipment. Selling carbides, a competitive industry. <laughs> I mean, believe I, it or not, I like to work out. But yeah, you got to compete against guys like uh, like Brandon Connor. Oh, that guy can't hold my job. <laughs> and I'll tell him that to his face. Well, he's listening, so. What I, hope, I hope Fastenal's treating him well. We could, do a charity go- we could do a charity basketball game, a one-on-one charity game, get a sponsor. There you go. Play one-on-one. <laughs> I played in a three-on-three uh, in Spiceland earlier this year. We have a charity one every year you should play in. That'd be awesome. Yeah. we. I, I took uh, three offensive charges. Really? By the ref in a three on three. It was hilarious. Mason was the ref. Yeah, I was gonna say it the just ref cost me a little bit extra. <laughs> we kinda do the honor system. Bucks up front. Yeah, it's for charity. Uh it's one of the things I do. Is it in Morristown? Morristown, yeah. So one of the things I do other than the DJ and the podcast stuff is I do run a five one C three who uh is named after my grandpa, but jealous. He was the same grandpa who ordered the porno. <laughs> <laughs> you know, first 43 uh, wedding anniversary. Yeah, so Grandpa was great. I get a lot of my personality from Grandpa, but uh, one of the things he did when he was alive was he was very charitable and uh, passed it along to his family. So we started a foundation in his name. I'm the president of it. But, yeah, we have a three-on-three. That's what – sorry to cut you off. Is it coming up – you already did it this year? Or yeah, yeah. We're gonna probably going to have it in April next year. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I'll come play in it. Yeah, I mean, we have a great turn. I think we had 21 teams last year. Heck, yeah. Yeah, so – is Makai Murray playing it? Yes, he does. He has yeah, a team. So yeah, he'll be uh, on my team next year. He won it. He won it one year. Well, he's Makai pretty- is great. I just uh, DJed Makai's sister's wedding. Yeah. Chandra. Chandra. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Makai. Did you play some dirty songs at her wedding? Probably not. <laughs> you know, it's funny. <laughs> I, I was so, okay. So, of course, it was a dry wedding because they're extremely religious. And, uh, you know, every time I've done a dry wedding, it's, I mean, it's even rough. a dry wedding. I, I am very confident in my ability as an entertainer that even with the work because I've had some real shit crowds before and I can tell you right now I can, I can still work you know I can still make it happen I can still make the party happen but I'm like looking at this crowd I'm like okay you're 90% religious uh, no alcohol not, not even a drop we've got lemonade over there in the corner I said I'm going to work really hard they were awesome they, were they danced the whole time I was so happy and you get that sometimes you get and there's there's crowds that you think these guys are drunk they're going to be crazy and I've really got a prime got, out on the dance floor. You got the Judy boys out there, and they're it, dancing. It, Ma- Micaiah is a tough baller. Oh, he's great. He's he should have played. He could have played at any. Well, he's trying out for the Mad Ants right now. Yeah, he's he's tough. We've yeah, played it's, a lot together. His brother Josiah, which was in, he was my age, but they were homeschooled. So I was homeschooled too. We played on the same high school team together. Okay, and I would pick them up at their house and take them to practice. Every That's awesome. Day. And jo- Josiah was a couple years younger than I was. See, I wish Josiah stayed in school because we would have actually been good in high school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we had a great team, yeah. yeah. It's crazy the, the, the talent that the Golden Eagles had. Yeah, we had a – people laugh at like – Didn't you guys home. win like – I mean, I know – didn't their teams win like state, state championships? I won, state I won 
three four, or four. You went four and five years. Yeah. It, yeah, next year of high school. I don't know how it happened. Well, yeah, I was. I yeah, had it too, but times. I know how it happened. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we were we were really tough. Like, we played Arlington and beat them. That was Arlington and Indy, not. Oh, let's say, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, you played five <laughs> meth heads over here in Arlington. Yeah, great. but they're scrappy. Yeah, real scrappy. We also played Laurel. So when you say that, that's yeah. a rough. No, it was fun. Okay, the first points of the NFL season might be scored right now. Way to go, Parsky. The Bears actually hit a field goal. Uh, oh, nice. Three nothing Bears. Uh, not Pin- not Liam, Cody Parkey. Liam Pinheiro has uh, kicked field goal. Yeah, congratulations, Liam, man. That's, Good to uh, see you. That's in your awesome. Career. We're very proud of him. I wonder if it's going to be on his They uh, held blog the ball later. well, and uh, it went through the uprights, and it's uh, three nothing Bears. So uh, Chase probably just uh, shotgun to beer. DJ Maddie. What's up? You got any final thoughts? How do we, how do people follow you, friend you, find find highly inappropriate? I'm going to cover all the bases. First and foremost, I do appreciate you guys having me on today. Uh, like I said, our our podcast is a lot. I mean, we do cover politics, very small, um, and, and most of the stories we cover that are relevant are, are mostly not BS stories because they're real things that happen. But we don't want you know we want to talk about we don't want to talk about the war overseas. We would rather talk about. A tranny in Florida who punched a guy, you know, like that's just. You guys record in Shelbyville, or where at? Or, uh, or Green, well, we kind of we kind of bounce around. We've got a studio uh, in Carthage, believe it or not, and we have a studio in Greenfield, Carthage. Yeah, Carthage. Of all Carthage pl- is a lovely place. That's the place I've been pulled over more than anywhere oh. else. On oh, Rush. I believe it. Yeah, Russell Silvers has pulled me over there <laughs> no less than twenty-two times. <laughs> I leave anytime we do the show in Carthage. I leave the show cocked every time, and I'm like, oh god, I got a really mind my p's and q's and i've been followed by cops a few times stop at every stop sign stop sign yeah stop at every stop sign i cruise control out of that i mean they probably get mad because they want to speed it's funny how cops can speed and get away with it right yeah that's neither here nor there but yeah (laughs) i will absolutely pass a cop i've done it several times pass a cop yeah don't care yeah, cool. I'll try every time i do that like yeah i've got no lights on yeah i don't have boobs so i can't get out of a ticket yeah if you want to look at if you want to look at something like you're well racked well, I mean, yeah, I got great tit or yeah. boobs. Hey, kids. <laughs> yeah. How you doing? Morning. Yeah, yeah. Got these nice little packs to work on. A little, you know, a little flub because I like beer, but whatever. Uh, but uh, like I was saying, I do appreciate you guys having me on because I enjoy talking politics. I am a fellow libertarian. Have been since I found out who Ron Paul was. Uh, so you know, granted, Ron Paul never well didn't. His last stint, he was, identifies uh, as a libertarian, but he was the 1988 uh, libertarian, libertarian presidential candidate. candidate yep. and he's a lifetime member of the LP. But uh, the last two times he ran for uh, president, he was a Republican. Yeah, so I'd I, have him deliver my baby. Oh, absolutely! I want him to deliver me. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my dad uh, is uh, is uh, weighing in on the chat, and he says that uh, Carthage has the shortest cop in the state. I don't. I don't know how you prove that, but uh, no, he. It's uh, it's, it's Larry's son from the mower shop. He literally is a. I'm, a I'm pretty, small person. It's like a little people, big world kind of a deal, huh? That's yeah. De- yeah. They may have the smallest cop, but they definitely probably have the biggest meth problem in in uh, all of Rush County. <laughs> and Arlington is very thankful. Yeah. Hey, Arlington probably take. Yeah, is Arlington? Yeah, Arlington is Rush County. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Just all in cups. You got you got inbreds. We have really, really took a dump on Rush County this week, haven't we? It's been rough. You you picked on. uh, You haven't. You've you've left Homer and uh, Manila out of it. If you guys want to make fun of Morristown, I mean, we're wholesome. You know, there's no drugs that are abundant there. Grand, there's drug druggies there, but I mean, there's not much to make fun of in Morristown. Because trust me, I would do it if I could. You know, like you're talking about the village idiots. It's me and my brother. So. 
when you can't make fun of the town, it's it's you. That they're yeah, they can definitely make fun yeah. of me. That's super easy. But I do appreciate you guys having me on. If you want to check out our show, it's a little more off collar. Um, called Highly Inappropriate. You can download, of course, on iTunes. At we least do, there's a warning. Yeah, we were on Facebook. We had a huge following on Facebook. Uh, we got banned from Facebook. You got deplatformed. We got deplatformed. A couple. I just. Well, I mean, we got a few warnings. I this year alone, I got a, a 24 hour, a three day, and two thirty back to back day bans all in a row. And I finally decided, I'm like, I'm not sharing another damn meme on my <laughs> on my personal page. Tom page would ever. never do that to you on MySpace. No, Tom's great. No, Tom's yeah, a good screw dude. you, Mark Zuckerberg. You, you're total. Oh, and I've ripped them apart. Like I've wrote them paragraphs. I've tried calling their headquarters. I mean, because honestly, I get it. I understand why I was banned, but. I run a nonprofit. I run, you know, I run my DJ business all through Facebook. So it's like you won't even give me access to chat so I can respond to DJ requests. So you're taking money out of my pocket over a stupid meme. Are you kidding me? Like, what are we? Uh, it's funny because honestly, as much as I use Facebook for for good, they are burying, they're digging their own grave right now. And, and what happens is they just you end up having to work around it and creating a sock account so that you can run your highly inappropriate page. And then all that, of your, that's exactly work, what I did. I ran your a, business work ends up having to be done. Cause I, the f- first time that we ever chatted, yeah. I had to, I, it was your backup account. I had, because, a, I had to text you for, or I had to message you for my burner account and say, Hey, sorry, I can't reply on that account. It's a ban for 30 days. <laughs> and I said, Oh, we're going to be friends. Yep. Yeah, so I, so I did. I, uh, so I, it was a business related thing. Yeah, I, business was trying thing. To, I was trying to get you a special, uh, special, a little something for my sister's wedding. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you you sent me a song. Yeah. So um, was it the Wheeler Walker song? No, no, no. it was the uh, the Hannah song. The Hannah oh, song. Yeah, the Tad was working on. Yeah, it was yeah. his special project. But I was in charge of going uh, from tape to digital so that Matt could do something with it. So we did. Uh, so we added. A, we made a new Facebook page. Not quite the following. Uh, we don't do a Facebook Live anymore. It's all YouTube Live now. Even though YouTube has their on standards, I'm not worried about being demonetized, you know, on YouTube because I mean, right now we're not. There's no money there yet, anyway. Right? There's no money there yet, anyways. Grant, if you took our Facebook following and and transferred over to to YouTube, it you know could have been there. What did you have on Facebook before that? Oh, I mean, we were uh, there was weeks where our engagements were in the thirty thousand range. I yeah. mean, it was unbelievable. That's awesome. Oh, it was incredible. I was like, now, did is... you get any kind of monetary from Facebook? Yeah, anything back from that, or is it just no? It's other than uh, sponsors. Just, yeah. I mean, it was like it was overwhelming. We literally overnight it just was it was just just took off. Like literally took off. We're like, oh, this is great. And but we knew it was only a matter of time before Facebook. was Do you have gonna... a plan for the podcast stuff? Or are you wanting to turn that into some sort of career or make money off of it? Or I mean, you I just think along... ultimately that would be the goal. But uh, you know, just being realistic, I don't think it's going to happen overnight by any means. Sure. Because I, I mean, we're at the point now where most podcasts decide, hey, we're gonna we're not getting anywhere, so we're gonna pack it up. But no, we've seen a lot. The support's been amazing. The problem is where we we went from. Uh, Facebook to where everybody knew us. We couldn't give anybody a warning that we're not there anymore because they literally just, just shut us down. Just disappeared. So we're now we're down doing our live show on YouTube. Of course, we're on iTunes. You can check us out on on YouTube. Uh, make sure you subscribe and like the like our videos because that helps with the rankings. If you want to follow us on any social media, we do have a, uh, a Facebook again, but it's just to promote the the show. That's all we do is promote the show. We don't share any memes. Not the meme game. No meme games. No live show. Uh, we actually. <laughs> Uh, it's horrible. We actually got one of our shows taken down because in the first like five minutes, I think we said the FAG word like twenty six times. Dave Chappelle can say it now. Yeah, I mean that's a, and granted, like I don't well, hate like about the cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it was about the bundle of wood. And we even said we're like, listen, we don't hate gay people. It's just relevant to what we're talking about. Like you know, it was weird. but that wasn't 
an issue when we were growing up. It's still not an issue now. It's only an issue to those who make it an issue. Like, I I would agree. There's very little that you could call or say that would cause a problem that shouldn't just what roll was, off your back. Let me ask you guys. Sorry, we're in our final thoughts here, but um, <laughs> let me just ask you for you guys. What do you think the turning point was? We're, 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 Trophies for kids. Yeah, but what what year did America decide they just want to be sensitive about everything? <laughs> Two thousand and twelve. That's got to be like. To me, I look at yeah. when I look at when hip hop really changed too. Like to me, I think I, the death of really good hip hop is two thousand nine. Is like so hip hop is very hard for somebody that grew up in Rush County, right? To associate yeah, yeah, when the right. turning time. Was. I got I got to think about my audience here. I'm yeah, because I'm. Well, we can I mean, do it with know, country too, because country music now sucks. Oh yeah! I, oh, <laughs> oh listen, it's terrible. Eighties yeah. and nineties country for me. That's I it. get so disgusted. It's funny because you know we talked about my DJ when, Tim McGraw is uh, past uh, refried dreams. When he I can't listen, when I, he joined up with Nelly, I mean that was a problem. Well, I like Nelly. <sighs> I mean, I, I love I Nelly say, too. Yeah, I would but say probably in a small town farm school in the middle of Indiana, it started seeping in there in two thousand thirteen or so. You think is when yeah. the hip hop or the no. softness? No, the that's softness. when the first the first the black music came to to try high. It was twenty thirteen. Uh, yeah. I would not yeah. fit in. You should have seen the riots. <laughs> <laughs> I would not fit in. I, I don't know. People started putting spinners on the tractors. It was a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Grant Morristown. It's basically the same thing. I mean, Grant Morristown's in a different space, but you're talking about a, a small community school. It's literally in the in the middle of a cornfield. I mean, that's what Morristown is for sure. Um, oh, but I look at how I grew up. I mean, Grant, I was raised. I more so, even though I'm a millennial, I definitely associate more with Gen Xers. I think because I grew up hanging out with my brother and my cousins, who were all in that. You know, Gen Xers. Yeah, Gen Xers. So I definitely associate more with with them than I do with millennials, as far as personality and what I like and 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 blah blah blah. But uh, at the same time, I just don't get it because to me, I've always been raised to just say what's on my mind. You know, not to hate anybody, but like, I don't, I, I don't, you don't need a, but you don't have to hate somebody telling them they're a dumbass. No, I don't think you, I mean, seriously, like, just because I think I, you love somebody by telling them just because I, just because I say that word don't mean I hate gay people. And just because I say a racist joke don't mean I'm racist. You know, it's like people can make fun of, and that's why I don't get is like, you can make fun of me all day. I love that. Like I have friends to this day, my best friend in the world. He's on the podcast with me. His name's Beaver. Uh, I growing up, I made fun of that kid so much. And the reason I did is because he would never stand up for himself. I'm like, dude, you need to call me a bitch back. You know, you need to, you know, say names me back. Call me. And finally, to this day, he finally does, you know, but it took him years to finally get to that point. That's just who I am. I pick on people. I expect the same back. I'm going to bully you into being a bully. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the way I treat Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> Dakota, yeah. final thoughts. Yep. It took about six months for Dakota to finally fight back. My, yeah. <laughs> And now, and now Chris Guff, he's having to work through the same thing. No, I've now got, he's doing it back to you. It's ridiculous. He's uh, he's fighting you now. He's not fought me on anything. He, I watched I, you two put this table I just, back together. I just have to constantly give him tips on how to fight you. I'm like, Listen, <laughs> if you guys like want Chris, the I've, blueprint I've, for it, I'll give it to you. I know. I should have reached out to you a couple years ago, Danny. How do I say no to all this? Danny, more or less, how do you get under your brother's skin growing up? Growing up? Get under his skin? Hide his playboys. Mm. Yeah, he did, have, he did have some maxims for a few years hitting there every we go. mattress. They were playboys, but they were maxims. I don't know. Well, first of all, for our house, those were very risque. Yeah, Second of all, true. I don't know where those went, and I'm still worried that mom's going to find them. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I gave them to dad. Don't worry. 
Uh, you could take the Xbox late at night. That'd piss him off a little bit. Yeah, that's not yours. The remote, yeah. Oh my God, that's true. His he, wife is he, giving. He put a po- It was a pocket remote, or he'd hide it in the couch. I, listen, you and don't, don't record over his NASCAR. No, God no. <laughs> I, if, you, if that's you Talladega from 1993. <laughs> hey man, you got to know that Dale Earnhardt and Ernie Irvin won those two races, and was, now you can go Google that and know that that was actually the correct names. That was true. Was Dale your favorite? No. Who's your favorite? Do it for Dale. Oh, it depends upon the era. Really, Kenny Schrader. I was always a Ernie Irvin. I was always a huge Gordon fan growing up. Yeah, you're gay. <laughs> well, I, mean, I wasn't gay at first. I got sucked into it. Let's neither here nor there. Yeah. I think everybody was a Jeff Gordon fan. Yeah, no, I mean, that is not true. Yeah, he. Well, my uncle. Everybody, was a huge Jeff everyone fan. from here. I would say a lot of people from here because he had a lot yeah. of Indiana roots. That's sure. not a huge nerd. Jeremiah is posturing like a lizard that's about to strike. Oh yeah, this just. <laughs> he was a. Uh, you like Bobby Allison a lot? No. Yes, you did. Bobby never. It, you liked him in the early 90s. Davey. Before that. Son. Davey. Yeah, I liked his son, David. Davey. Davey. Um, all I know is I'd pay money to listen to Peyton Manning and Daryl Waltrip have a conversation together. All them Tennessee boys. Yeah. <laughs> Final thoughts, Dakota. Uh, Chris Guffey stole mine. As a re- I was going to ask all the members of the Libertarian Party of Henry County to check their emails because I just sent one out. Yeah, did you do that during sports? No, I did it actually before the show started. <laughs> so it was like actually like two hours. Yeah, it's a during sports. He created an email. That's great. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, the, that's yeah. the hand I'm dealt. He's the Mike Britt of our show. 128, show. 128 shows in and uh, yeah, sports and he just glazes over. That's why I need Chase. Thank God he's not working at the, sure. at the chicken factory anymore. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm done. At the, I'm uh, at the pig's butt or whatever that place is down called. Or up? <clears throat> Danny, we're still on the air, buddy. You can't, uh, you can't just start talking. Uh, final thoughts for me. Uh, shout out to the uh, Marshall Pro Podcast. You. I uh, I didn't mean to interrupt your little show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for ruining your Black Panther pod. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, uh, shout out. First of all, shout out to the Marshall Pruitt. I want a T-shirt, but with a little uh, Zach Burcham, I think stuffed the ballot box for me. But I put a question into the uh, Marshall Pruitt Podcast. Uh, won myself a free uh, free T-shirt from uh, Toronto Motorsports. Which is pretty cool, and uh, uh, those guys have had like over three million downloads on that show. So that's a big show. Who's it's that? A, it's a big Marshall Pruitt uh, Motorsports. Okay, cool. So uh, Zach's a big, uh, big fan of this show and helped us out. And there's a little wall racing, uh, wall racing group, and he put that in there. And next thing I know, I was listening to the show, and damn it, I won. So very cool. A shout out uh, to uh, so, old Spangle for carrying the banner because at Spangle's shows got quite the presence too. Spangle is. Uh, I think Miss Pat's doing it for him. Well, Ms. Pat's Let's be helped. straight about she, it. She just got her show announced. She's going to be on Net, on uh, Hulu. She's getting a oh, really? syndicated That's cool. show. Uh, I, I'm waiting for Spangle to get a walk on cameo to be the uh, the ugly white neighbor next door or something. Do you guys listen uh, to any other wide lens. libertarian podcast? Uh, yeah, Brian Nichols has got a good show. Um, really, uh, enjoyed Jason Stapleton. You like Stapleton him? Some, yeah, yep. He's um, he's always been my favorite. Yeah, Lava Flow. Uh, Roger uh, Roger. He's mm. in the uh, Tom in the Woods. Empire. Tom Woods, obviously. Yep. 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 So lots and lots of them, um, but yeah, the uh, I, Brian Nichols he's uh, he's he's done a really good job on on the Wall Network lately. Good, uh, and had some had some he kind of had a mosh on just before he uh, he made his little transition over. Uh, next week we're going to continue the uh, local podcast crossover deal, and uh, we'll have Jacob Server on uh, Thunderwolf, the Thunderwolf podcast. So. Let's go! All right, we'll yeah. see you all next Thursday. <laughs> Peace.
Thank you for listening to the Boss Hog of Liberty, which is part of the We Are Libertarians network. I am Chris Spangle, and I am the founder of this network. And I invite you to listen to all of our shows, which you can find at wearelibertarians.com or by searching for these in your podcatcher. The flagship show is the We Are Libertarians podcast, where we apply libertarian principles to current events. The Brian Nichols Show is a conversation amongst Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, Independents, as they talk about what is happening in the news. And we have many other podcasts like The Chris Spangle Show, Upward, The Cost, Raw Audio Politics, Miranda's World, and Tad Talk, which is quite a ride. So check all of these out. Go to WeAreLibertarians.com and you can check out all of our great podcasts. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Get our other shows at WeAreLibertarians.com.